The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from the pit at Elder High School. The Elder Panthers' first-round playoff games in uh, Division One Region 4 playoffs is right here, playing Lakota West, uh, a team from the GMC. And, guys, uh, as the season began here and uh, earlier in the year when you're standing during the pregame show roughly above where the lights are, a blazing hot sun is <laughs> shining through in, in, in a sweltering press box. But as we start this game right now, it is 32 degrees outside. Uh, it's about supposed to 30 get down. degrees in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to get down to about 21 tonight. Uh, but this is what we talked about. I remember that game. I said, how this stuff goes out, you, you suffer, you get hot all through the first part of the season, and then at the end, you're here, and it's nice and cold, but there's no other way you'd like it. Week 11, high school football, what, 32 teams left in the state uh, playing. Elder's one of them. Uh, everyone's excited to get this thing underway. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, it's great that the Elder Panthers are hosting a, a, a game well-deserved, uh, uh, even with the loss last week at LaSalle. Uh, uh, end up with this in the season with an eight and two record, very respectable, especially for the talent and the teams that they played against this year. Uh, and to host a playoff game against a, a team from the GMC, and uh, I, I did a little bit of history. If you guys will allow me to kind of go through this a little bit, if history is on the side of the Elder Panthers, then I'm going to guarantee a win for the Panthers because against Lakota West, they're undefeated uh, all time. They're five and zero, uh, and against the GMC here at the pit the last time that the elder panthers lost a home game to a gmc school was in 1984 week 10 against the oak hill highlanders wow so uh you know in the playoffs there were three games that have been part of this that have been playoff games against gmc teams and elder is perfect three and zero. uh 1999 they beat oak hills 14 to nothing here in week 11 in 2012 they beat sycamore 49 to 42 and in 2015, they beat the Fairfield Indians 50-42. to So with history on the side of the Elder Panthers, you got to feel pretty good about the outcome. But Lakota West is a total different animal than anything in the past, and it's, it's a brand-new season, guys. They're coaching against Tom Bolden, and, and Doug Ramsey is 2-3 and three against uh, Tom Bolden when he was at Coleraine. Um, in 2008-2009, uh, uh, Elder won against... Uh, uh, the Coleraine Cardinals in uh, 2010, and then in the playoffs in 2012 and 2015, uh, um, Elder lost to, to Coleraine. So, as as a record against Tom Bolden, uh, Doug Ramsey's two and five. So Tom Bolden bringing what he did. Uh, basically, it's what what they do here at Lakota West is a carbon copy of what they did at Coleraine, but. They're just bringing it all in, so it's not quite at the, that level because they haven't done it all the way up and through. But it's very much the same, a little, a little bit more variety in formations and, and running packages, but uh, pretty much a, a very much a run-first team uh, 
you know, take your random deep shot uh, passing, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Well, guys, uh, last week a disappointing loss for the Elder Panthers, and they really, uh, it was a tale of two halves. The first half, you, they, they really couldn't have played a worse half of football, and when they got down at halftime, it was 27-6. to six. Frankly, I was worried that the 30, they hit the, the 30, the running clock was going to kick in, and but Elder turned it around and uh, almost tied it up at the end. Uh, lost that one, 27 to 25. Uh, gave them, I'm sure, a little confidence. But you know, we, we talked about a lot at the post game show. Didn't want to jinx it uh, and saying things like, "Well, this could be a good loss." But really, you know, I, I've, I've sensed a. a, a, a kind of a really ticked off attitude in the elder panther world uh and and i'm sure these guys know hey one more outing like that and you're you're done you're turning into gear on monday yeah it's true and uh you know give a little bit of credit to lasalle they really did their homework Give a lot of bit of credit yeah they did a they did a a really good job of watching films and and pretty much uh stifled the elder offense for the first half that we had seen up to date this year and when you look back at that game, guys, it was the block punt that turned into the touchdown that basically was the turning point of that game. Uh, but on the flip side from the Elder Panthers, like you said, Mark, give them all the credit in the world. They could have, uh, you know, laid down and, and just called it in. Uh, but, you know, they had the chance to win. They scored the touchdown, and, and they were, you know, I guess inches away from the tying two-point conversion that would have sent it into overtime. Well, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. We're coming from the pit at Elder High School where Elder will take on Lakota West. Guys, a lot of big games in the area and, and a lot of different uh, divisions as well. And some, a lot of games will be played tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, Steve, uh, we're, we're going to be getting the scores not only from around our area but around the state because it's obviously – there's only 32 Division One teams left, and it just you yeah. Start. We're going to be looking at all that, and I have actually the the game night scoreboard set up for all those scores. So we'll be looking at scores around the state, Division One and, and uh, Division Two, and on down a, a, as the scores come in. So we'll, we'll just kind of look at that, and, and uh, we'll be able to tell you uh, who people are moving on to to play next week. So uh, we'll have all that for you later on tonight. Let's talk a little bit about some of the games we'll be watching, uh, Steve. Uh, uh, of course, uh, I know uh, LaSalle's playing tonight, and a little team from uh, Little Miami is coming in there. That that could be uh, a little bit of an overmatch because to say LaSalle is a Division II team, that they're quality Division One talented athletes. And Little Miami, they got off to kind of a shaky start this year. They won five of their last six games to get into the playoffs, so they, they, they worked their way into the playoffs that way. They're an 8-2 team, but uh, with, with uh, LaSalle beating Elder last week, that pumped them into the number one spot, Division Two, Region 8, and uh, Little Miami, they just crept in at the end. It was part of all that that unjustly, I, I think, knocked Woods out of the playoffs. So I think the best Division Two team in Cincinnati is sitting at home this week. But yeah, yeah, I do too, I, and, that, and that's a shame. Uh, but with LaSalle beating Elder last week, it did vault them to number one, like right. you said. But, you know, LaSalle beat uh, St. X on the road. They beat Elder at home. Uh, they beat Lakota West, and they beat Mason. So they beat, you know, four, at least four Division One schools in the city of Cincinnati. 
And uh, you're right, uh, without laboring too much on the Lancers, uh, uh, they were very, very happy. And I think Witten Woods was very unfortunate that didn't play or have a game scheduled for Week 10. And I would have felt bad for LaSalle if they got the number one seed and their reward was to play Witten Woods as the number eight. So I think... you know, I think Little Miami's more what you're looking for in, in a 1-8 matchup. In the quarterfinals. Now, and, uh, of course, uh, other, other games we're going to be looking at uh, tonight. St. X uh, will be hosting uh, Mason. And the Bombers, uh, they got up into the number one seed in the area. And uh, that, that should be a... Uh, uh, well, I, w- I would say at home the Bombers would be heavily favored, Tom. I would think so, too, Mark. And, Stephen, I think... Uh, St. X, just like Elder and every other GCL team, they're not uh, afraid to schedule the tough teams. And the last two weeks, vaulted last two weeks of the season for St. X, uh, wins against Cleveland St. Ignatius, and then last week at Louisville St. X, vaulted them, obviously with the help of Elder, uh, into the number one slot. So uh, that's that's a prohibitive favorite, I would think, at Bomber Stadium tonight. And this is the second time in three years X has had the number one spot. So, uh, you know, X looking good. The one Achilles heel is Mason is a very good passing team. And uh, we, we know that, that uh, they were able to shut down Elder's passing game in the first half, but, but Elder could get that rolling a little bit more in the second half. So that, that could be... Uh, um, uh, uh, something for the Comets to exploit tonight, but I, I think you're right. Home field wins in this one. Of course, uh, the team that was at the top of the, the, the rankings all year long, Fairfield, lose, lose, lost to Colerain last week, and they're playing Hamilton. That one, uh, obviously, I would definitely give Ham- uh, Fairfield the advantage over ha- Hamilton with the game. Probably everyone's looking at uh, Colerain and Princeton, two uh, strong teams, as we, we talked about. Princeton uh, all season, preseason, talking about how great they were going to be, and uh, they finish up 6-4 and four to get in. But uh, that should be a battle. It should be, and like we said, week and week and week out and week out, uh, the Princeton Vikings do have athletes. Uh, the, the thing with the Vikings was putting that as individual athletics into a team concept, but this is the Vikings' first playoff appearance in a dozen years. So uh, Mike Daniels is leading as the head coach, uh, should have the Vikings all fired up. And the one thing I'd like to mention too, Mark, is that Hamilton and Fairfield, uh, they, they've coined that, that game the war on Route 4. That's kind of cool. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and this is the second time they, they played that game, and Fairfield won earlier this year uh, 34-27. to 27. So... Uh, history, except Fairfield lost a, a running back partway through the Colerain game that, that, that he may or may not be up to full strength tonight, and that was one of the reasons why I think they lost 16-10 uh, to 10 last week. And I'd be surprised, guys, and hats off to Joe Harbin. Well, well, let me just mention it right now for once again correctly uh, correctly picking uh, the, the eight teams in, in Region uh, 4, Division 1. And Joe so accurately positioned, I remember, last Friday, that the top four teams, the Harbin numbers are so much higher than the bottom four teams. Almost a point like right. ten points difference, which is hardly you hardly ever see. So with that being said, and home field advantage, I'd be surprised if it wasn't a clean sweep tonight with the home teams winning and moving on to the semifinals. Let's look at some of the uh, other D2, 3, 4 matchups this weekend, Steve. Uh, and one of them, I think, uh, would be playing tonight is uh, Winchester, uh, Canal Winchester out at Harrison. 
down the road a little bit. Harrison nine and one. Actually, both teams coming to this game nine and one. Uh, Hamilton ran the table this year in the Southwest Ohio Conference six and zero, oh, and they have a defense that has not allowed a team to score over thirteen points in any game wow. this year. So they have a lights out shutdown defense, and Harrison is the real deal. Canal Winchester obviously traveling to Harrison to play that game. Ross up at Baden. Uh, Baden getting in into D3. Uh, we'll, we'll be looking at scores on that one. Any other scores? Or, Ross, well, I know that Ross uh, Baden, they, they actually played overtime th- this uh, year, and uh, Ross won that game 20 to 19 because uh, Baden hit the upright on an extra point in overtime oh to, to lose the game. <laughs> so, you know, the, Baden, the, Baden's got, got some, uh, uh, you know, some motivation to get back at, at the Ross Rams. And uh, St. Francis de Sales from Columbus coming down to play at Turpin. That ought to be a match. Yeah, all, it seems like St. Francis de Sales, always a powerhouse out of the Columbus region. Uh, the only thing that they have to travel, you know, a couple hours south to, to get to, to play Turpin. Turpin undefeated, Steve. Turpin, yeah, 10-0. and 0, And uh, they've only had two games out of those 10 that, were, that the other team was within one score of them. They've just destroyed opponents all the way through the season. So... Uh, Turpin looking to uh, move on to, to round two, and, and I think most of the home teams that we're looking at in Division One and Two, Mark and Tom, I, I think are going to be moving on. And uh, I think the interesting game will be the Ross Baden game in Division Three. All right, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. Uh, we, you know, we, we were in awe of some great sunsets here tonight. And uh, if, if you want to see it at home, uh, not not to just to plug our, our Facebook page, but Prep Sports Radio on Facebook, like our page. A couple of reasons. Number one, we can uh, tell you um, what and where and how, what we're doing and so forth and, and covering and, and so forth. We would appreciate it if you'd like our page so we can get information out to you. Number two... There was a unbelievable picture right before we came up in the press box. Uh, I, I looked up to the uh, southwest, and there's a perfect cross in the cloud oh, as the sun's was, going down. It was amazing. Get on uh, yeah. our Facebook page and take a look at that. I posted it on there right above the pit. I and if that isn't a good sign, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> is. So, uh, but uh, check it out. Prep Sports Radio Facebook page. A uh, Beautiful sun's cross that it was. Yeah. Uh, I looked up and uh, like, oh my gosh, look yeah. at that! You know. So, anyways, we're going to take a timeout. Uh, when we come back, we're going to look at this game in more detail and some of the other games around the state as well as we return on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes. I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at Mercy. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. 
The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend at a discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a seventeen fifty rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com Alright, we're back at the pit and it is uh, temperatures, and once again just checked our uh, Prep Sports Radio Network doppelganger weather and uh, it is uh, 32 degrees here and it is due to drop into the 20s so coming out to the pit, dress nice and warm, uh, as they all say, wear layers. I've got multiple layers as we go down on the field to watch the game, and uh, this ought to be a good one. Uh, Tom or Steve, uh, let's look at some of the uh, other games in the area. Northern Kentucky, there's some big matchups, and uh, and then some games out in Indiana as well. Uh, Indiana, they're in. The, they're they're they they play a nine game season, and and, and the, the week ten is the first week of their playoffs. It's an all in affair so everybody's in you don't have harbor points it's like everybody's in the playoffs and you just start from there but uh they're in the sectional finals now so the the sectional championships will be decided tonight lawrenceburg travels to greensburg tonight lawrenceburg has uh thrown for more than 2,000 yards this year that they are the real deal and uh greensburg Lawrenceburg comes in 10-1. Greensburg comes in at 7-4. Look for uh, Lawrenceburg, uh, the Tigers, to move on there. East Central, uh, 11-0, uh, travel up near Indianapolis to Mooresville. Uh, they have a running back, uh, Jake Fike, who's rushed for almost 1,400 yards this year and 24 touchdowns. But Mooresville has a powerful offensive, averaged over 34 points a game. So look for some fireworks in that game. But I look for East Central to move on. Kentucky... Um, games of interest. Highlands at Connor. This is going to be a, a rematch, grudge match. Connor rallied and beat uh, Highlands in that game 20-17 to 17 in Fort Thomas. So, and that's their first win since 1993. Or 19, yeah, 1993. Wow. O- over the Bluebirds. So, look for uh, Highlands to be coming at him with the revenge factor for that game. Cath 10-0. Uh, powerhouse. Yeah, powerhouse. Uh, they play Cooper tonight. They won this game in regular season, 
45 to 6 on September 27th. I look for about the same results. Sounds in, like in Cooper needs about 10 more guys on the offense <laughs> yeah. to help him out. <laughs> well, I, I know they got a great band. Len, Lenny's uh, daughter plays uh, oh, okay. in, uh, one of the woodwind instruments in the band there. So. Well, all these games in, in Kentucky are interesting because they're all rematches of games that were played during the season. So you have kind of a good watermark on that. Dixie Heights and, and travels to Ryle and, and uh, Ryle won that game 13 to 8, so not a lot of points scored in that game. Uh, so that will uh, be interesting. And um, just looking at uh, a lot of the early games were were, were blowouts, so nothing uh, of note. We'll talk about them in, in the post game. Dayton travels to Newport Central Catholic, Bellevue at Ludlow. Uh, Ludlow won that game 61 21 in regular season. So not a lot of close ones to, to really talk about at this point, but we'll be covering those in games around the state of Ohio on the Prep Sports Radio Game Night Show from Rollo Roses tonight. And, of course, as we mentioned, uh, St. X and Mason play tonight. They're in the same uh, arm of the bracket. Elder Lakota West is in, so Elder wins tonight. X wins tonight. They match up again. Of course, you know, uh, there could be a GMC matchup as well, so uh, that's the that's what we're looking at here, guys. But let's kind of look now in tonight's game. Uh, you know, it, 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 GMC, uh, the, the, the one thing, it's hard to gauge because the GMC locks up. They, they all play each other. It, you, you don't get a lot of uh, you had LaSalle play them and so forth, but uh, uh, Elder has not had an opportunity to play a GMC team uh, this year. No, and uh just, just going. Are we going to go into Lakota stuff right now? Just yeah, let's get. Let's, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll. The, yeah, the interesting thing about Lakota, you said that they they kind of lock it up. They played LaSalle to start the season, lost that game thirty-one to seven. Then they traveled to, to Centerville, or they they hosted Centerville and won that game uh, thirty to fifteen. But uh, they, they they lost to LaSalle, won three games, lost to Fairfield, won three more games, lost to Princeton. And they beat Middletown last week to get into the playoffs, and uh, that's where where we sit right now. But uh, just looking at all their stats, in each of their three losses, um, Mitch Bolton, their quarterback, is a turnover machine, um, and uh, he's on the year he's had five interceptions, but 17 fumbles in eight games, uh, three fumbles in the loss to Princeton, five fumbles in the loss to Fairfield, one fumble in one picked in the loss to, to, at LaSalle. So, um, you know, they're very vulnerable, and they're gonna, he's going to be hitting a lot tonight from the Elder Panther defense. So, you know, that's a, a key in the game is whether Mitch Bolden is up to playing as a freshman. I always say coaches' kids pitch. Uh, you know, there you go. You <laughs> that's know, true. So, so uh, well Tom Bolton's got his kid out there, quarterback, freshman. But I saw a lot of people on the threads wondering – if anybody else's kid would get this much leeway, but anyway, uh, we'll, 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 <laughs> so be it. We'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. But the the uh, Lakota West, they're a run first team, uh, and I, uh, they've rushed the ball pl- by play 383 times this year. They've thrown it 133. So there's going to be a, a lot of running, uh, uh, and and. David Afari is their workhorse running back, and he's the guy you're going to hear. Number one, David Afari, 
He's uh, 59 yards shy of 1,000 yards for the season. So he, he's, he's, he's the guy that's going to be getting he's the bell cow. He's the bell cow. He's going to be getting it all. Uh, Mitch Bolton is, is uh, 39 for 82 for 642 yards on the season. So, that, you know, that's they basically, if you remember Corrine of old, you know, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. So then they suck everybody in, into the box, and then they'll hit somebody about 10, 15 yards down uh, on, on a streak pattern, and, and they're off to the races because they've been able to draw the secondary in. And uh, it, it could work because, you know, we, we've seen through the years, well, through this year, Elder Secondary has gotten a little bit nosy and gotten a little bit up there, and it's not been a second level sometimes. They're like eight in the box sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, Puts and, them out uh, on, the, on an island out there. So, um, so anyway, you know, that's one thing that the elder uh, defense is going to have to look for. And uh, the last thing I have, uh, as far as just those stats, Lakota West is the lowing scorest, lowing scorest, scoringest GMC team with a winning record. So they don't really put tons of points up on the board. Keys for Lakota West to win this game tonight. They're at the pit. They need to get out early. They need to slow. Elders had a slow start the last couple games. Uh, you know they can't get behind because they're a run-first team, and, and that's just not a good combination to get back. If they start throwing when they don't want to, they have to throw when they want to. Um, the clock. You know I think if they work the clock, uh, keep the ball away from Elders' offense. We've talked about it. Elder can score from anywhere at any time, and, and they have some weapons. And, and uh, special teams. Special teams play cost Elder the game last week. And, uh, you know, I, I think um, if uh, Lakota West can pay some attention to, to not make mistakes on special teams, they put those three things together, you know, they, they might have a week 12 in them. Hey, Tom, let's go to the other side of the ball. And the, a lot of honors this week before we go again at the, yeah. the elder uh, players have uh, made all GCL teams and so forth. Let's uh, run down yeah. that, Tom. Thanks, Mark. Uh, typically, when you have an 8-2 and two season, you're pretty successful, and it's nice to see some recognition from the GCL. Uh, Matthew Luby, to no surprise, was the GCL South Co-Player of the Year. Uh, he led the GCL South in rushing yards with 1,099, and he's, he's one of only a handful to do that in recent history. Uh, just had a whale of a season, passed for over 2,000 yards, 18 touchdowns, and just had six picks. So uh, for a team that averaged over 38 points a game, he is the key that makes this this offense go. And the thing about it is uh, he's got a great line, and we'll get to that in a second. But uh, some of the guys that made first team is Jacob James, the uh, left tackle for the Elder Panthers, uh, Luke Kandra also on the first team, Matthew Luby, like I said, Joe Royer, uh, the wide receiver for the Elder Panthers first team, Connor Keyes on defense, and Colton Sanders, those two guys were first and second in tackles in the league. So it's nice to see those guys on the first team. Second team all-stars for the Elder Panthers, Mason Berger, uh, offensive lineman for Elder. Uh, Joseph Catania, the fine running back, also second team. Drew Ramsey, uh, Elder sophomore wide receiver, second team. Carter Smith, another lineman. Second team, Evan Vollmer, uh, the fine wide receiver, second team. Uh, and then on defense for the Elder Panthers, second team, uh, Brady Buller, uh, Tanner Purdue, and Nicholas Seeger all making second teams. 
Joe Royer also was the co-receiver of the year. He shared that with Liam Clifford from St. X, uh, the co-offensive lineman of the year, both of them from Elder, Jacob James and Luke Kandra, the co-defensive backs of the year, Colton Sanders from Elder, and he shared it with Carrington Valentine of Moeller. And finally, the kickers of the year was Elder Sam Harmeyer, sharing it with Jake Siebert, or Seibert, Mark, right? Yeah, right. From LaSalle that's going to Ohio State, and Kevin uh, Thobodeau from Moeller. So it's nice to get the recognition. Uh, Pat McLaughlin was the coach of the year for the El- for LaSalle, I should say, and uh, that all had to do with whoever won last week's game was probably going to get coach yeah, of the year. Exactly. Let's look at tonight's game, Tom. Sure. Uh, so tonight's game, guys, uh, I'm going to – I'm just going to go right to the keys of the game. Uh, Elder needs to control the line of scrimmage. I said it in the past, but if they can control the, the offensive line of scrimmage, then Matthew Luby and Joseph Catania can run the, at will, and, and Matthew Luby can find the fine receivers that he has. Um, they need to finish drives. Uh, last week was an anomaly, I think, at Lancer Stadium. Elder just didn't get off the ball at all in the first half, and they didn't have any field position, which led to the block punt, and I think that turned the ball game around. But the week before here, when Clarkson Football North was here two weeks ago, Elder had a couple turnovers and a missed field goal. So I think they need to finish drives within the 20-yard line in the red zone. Uh, and once again, Connor Raymond doing a great job. But it'll be nice this time of year in the colder weather if they could get the kickoffs for touchbacks and just eliminate any possibility of a rundown, of a runback. And then uh, get an early lead. Steve, you said that, that Lakota West are trying to avoid Elder getting an early lead. I think that would be helpful for the Elder Panthers. Last week, I think the Panthers got too much of a deficit, and then they had to struggle back, and they made it all the way back, but you can't depend on that every week. And then finally, let the playmakers make the plays. And Elder's done a great job of that on offense, and on defense they've done that as well too. So I think uh, those are the keys. I was expecting more of a wide-open game, but now, Steve, with your your commentary on Lakota West. Uh, I think it's going to be more like a LaSalle, uh, excuse me, an Elder Cole Rain game where if, if Elder can stop the run and avoid the big play, that's going to go a long way for the other Panthers. All right, we got a long night ahead of us. So, of course, we're going to be out at La Rosa's on Boudinot for Prep Sports Radio game night. Join us out there. I'm looking down on the field, and Len Harvey's with Doug Ramsey. Let's go down on the field now. Len, take it away. Well, thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. Coach, tough loss last week, but second half certainly something you can build on for tonight. Yeah, you know, we dug a big hole in the first quarter. I, I, that's just, I, I don't want to – well, Sal played well. You know, I don't want to say it was all on us, but but we didn't do a very good job early in that game. And, and uh, you know, special teams really killed us. You give up a block punt, two PATs we don't score on, and they had pretty kickoff return. So, you know, we, we, we got it. We had to clean that up. But, I th- you know, I thought after – you know, we got into the second quarter, played a little bit better. In the second half, you know, you think we, we won the second half 19 to nothing. You know, had a chance, tied a game with a minute three to go. When you're down 24 to nothing early in the second quarter and be able to do that, it's a lot of credit to our kids. You know, they didn't stop fighting, they kept playing. And, and you're right, that's something to build on that, you know, just understand we've got to play every play. It just can't be here and there. Every play matters. 
you know, it, whether it's a PAT, whether it's a punt, whether it's third and 20, whatever it is, every play matters. And, of course, starting the playoffs tonight at home, that's going to help. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, that kids are uh, excited for that. You know, this is, the, the, you know, you get into the second season and, uh, you know, and, uh, these guys have, they have, you know, high aspirations for this and had a good week of preparation and, and I think they're ready to roll. What should we expect for from Lakota West tonight? Well, you know, they're, uh, they're not that, you know, Tom Bolton isn't running the same offense he's a corner, but they're going on a shotgun. You know, so they're running option and things out of shotgun, throwing the ball a little bit more. His son's playing quarterback as a freshman. He's done a very nice job for a freshman. Um, honestly, he's, you know, uh, you think about a 14, 15-year-old kid out there in, in the GMC and, and, and making plays. And, you know, defensively, they're uh, – Pretty multiple in the secondary and uh, and, and, and their blitz team, so uh, it'll be you know again it'll be a it'll be a good matchup and you know they've got some good players now you know they're young very young, very young he just told me that they've got I think an offense is starting five sophomores and a freshman so they're young and you know they're probably a year or two away from being really really good. What what uh, the keys for tonight to move on? Well, you know I you know I think we we got a we got to generate a big play. That was a big thing last week. We didn't really have a big we, well, we had a couple, but no big touchdown play. We they, they made us earn everything, and we got to generate a big player too. And and as always on defense, we, we got to make them drive the field. You know, again last week, a couple series early series where we let them kind of chunk us. Um, we got to do a better job at that. But and and and, and obviously we have to play better on special teams tonight. Now, health-wise, Cooper Johnson's going to be back to full strength tonight? Yep, yep. Everybody's ready to go tonight. All right, well, good luck tonight. Hopefully, round two of the playoffs next week. Yep. All right. Thanks, Coach. And good luck. And you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's current safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And current safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Take care for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Triangle, County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. 
This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, elder class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. I am Father Kyle Schnipple. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Sacred Heart Radio! It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. Tonight it's week one of the playoffs of the high school football season. And tonight we're back at the pit for Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio. Around the world at ehsports.com. Elder comes into the playoffs 8-2 and two after losing to LaSalle last week, 27-25. to 25. Joseph Catania had three touchdowns in defeat. Meanwhile, they'll face the Lakota West Firebirds, who won last week at home over Middletown, 41-13. They finished 7-3 on the year in Tom Bolden's first year as head coach. Coming from Coleraine, a playoff atmosphere at the pit tonight. The Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 31 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home and business needs, gas, grills, and pool supplies. They're also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Elder is going to kick off. They will go from right to left wearing their full purple attire, the purple jerseys, the purple pants, the white stripe along the side, the white helmet. Meanwhile, Lakota West comes in with black pants and the white shirts with the black numbers, the red along for the Firebirds. Uh, as we get ready to kick this one off, it'll be Harmeyer at the 40-yard line to set this one up to start. A playoff atmosphere at the pit, a cold one tonight, but... Uh, Listening at home, you're all nice and warm and listening on the radio tonight. And here's the kick. It's going to be a short one, and it's fumbled and picked up by the Elder Panthers at the 48-yard line of Lakota West. <laughs> I taught listening this week. I, I had a feeling Elder was going to try some stuff on special teams. They know that Lakota West got a lot of talent with running, and, and they had talked about doing some squib kicks, and right away there they, they line up in what looks like going to be an onside kick formation, and Lakota West didn't change anything, assuming that Elder might kind of loop back around and kick. But Elder went ahead, and they get it, so they're going to take the ball here from about the 57-yard the line on offense. And they move it down. They go three wide receivers to the right, and they set up with Luby to start off here at the 48-yard line of Lakota West. 
Shotgun formation. It's Lubian going to run it across the 50-45, and he's tackled at the 42-yard line. Uh, tackle on the play by number 21, Hunter Anderson for Lakota West. By the way, I'll mention there is no 57-yard No, line I was wondering that. <laughs> I looked up at the board and saw the 47 seconds. That's the next thing. So the Panthers, you know, get the ball back. I mean, they, they're going to get the ball back in the second half. So think about this. If Elder can get a score here, I mean, they, they're in a driver's seat for this football game, even coming to turn of the, the quarters. Two wide receivers to the right in Postal and Royer. They set up shotgun here, a second and four at the 42. It's Catania, and he's going to run to about the, right around the line of scrimmage, so not much more than that. It'll be third down coming up for the Elder Panthers. Tonight's game is brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. Makes it easy to order your favorite pizza on a smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosas.com or order online or download our mobile app at LaRosas.com. Third down and four for the Panthers, just underway. If you're just joining us, an onside kick on the kickoff for the Panthers, and they recover. They have a third and four at the Lakota West 42-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun formation set up, and it is Luby. He's going to run it inside the 40, 35, 30. He's going outside 25, 20, 15. He's going to be down and inside out around the four-yard line. Matthew Luby with a big run of 38 yards. And that's what you knew was kind of coming in. You know, the Panthers uh, have had that all season long. Tom Bolden talked about that in some of his interviews, how fast Matthew Luby was, and they were just looking to break one. Good blocking downfield by Joe Royer. Got, was able to get get on his guy just to break Luby a little bit further, and that's all it was. He didn't have to punch it in there. It's just go pick up that first down and make sure you get six. Exactly, and think, I think Bowden talked about it like a game changer is Matthew Luby with the speed that he does have. Two wide receivers to the right side for the Panthers. They go Catania in the backfield with Luby. Luby, that's to his right, Catania is. And now Luby's going to run it again inside the five. And it's around the five. Maybe they're going to get the four-yard line. We'll see where they mark it. But it'll be second down and goal for the Panthers. And just some easy movement. I mean, the Panthers just trying to control that line of scrimmage tonight. I think that's going to be big. Last week against the Lancers, they weren't able to do that early on. It took until late in the game when they finally started dominating up front. You know, so tonight they know, and through the course of the playoffs, you, you can't take any quarters off. You know, you got to be on from from the get go. Second down and goal. Ball spotted at the five. Three wide receivers to the right side for the Panthers. They've got Catania in the backfield. Larkin is off to the left side to block as well. We'll see what they do here, but Luby calling a play. Now we got a flag down, and we got a legal motion on the Panthers. That's going to move this one back another five yards. Yeah, it looked like they didn't know where they were going to line up on that one. They were kind of talking a little bit too long for elders-type comfort. Uh, so now you're going to back that ball up to the 10. So the Panthers, you know, looking at the second and 10 now. And uh, not where you kind of, not where you want to be, but I mean, still plenty manageable. It'll be second down and goal. The ball spotted at the 10 yard line for the Panthers. No score, just underway. 9.45 remaining in this first quarter. The Panthers recovered an onside kick on the opening kickoff. And Royer is going to line up wide to the right side. They've got Vollmer inside, and now it's Postal, and now Ramsey's going to run to the right, looking right, throwing to Ramsey's complete. Oh, he dropped it, went around the two-yard line, had it, lost it, and it's incomplete. Yeah, and that ball was a little bit out out front of, of Drew Ramsey. You know, Matthew Luby put that ball out, and Drew Ramsey got his hands on it, was trying to pull it in, and you can see Coach Ramsey kind of 
you know, hollering out there about running your route a little bit tighter uh, uh, to him, just trying to get that through. I mean, it's a good play. You, know, you saw that kind of developing when they went, sent Ramsey in motion, and they let Royer and Volmer run. The defense backs went, and it just created a natural wall. Ramsey, Volmer, and Royer to the right. They've got Postal to the left side. Shotgun formation again for Luby. Looking left, now rolling right, throwing its complete to Ramsey. Inside the 10 to the 5. He's at the 2 to the 1-yard line where he's finally brought down. It'll be fourth down and goal at the 1. And I believe the Panthers will probably set up to go for this one, Phil. Yeah, let's see. I mean, Sam Harmeyer, you know, and, and crew down there, Evans and Thayman are, are ready if they want to kick. But, I mean, I think the Panthers, I mean, you've you got to be able to pick this up. They, they're going to mark it uh, on the two. Okay. So it's going to be a full two yards to pick up. Set up now a fourth down and goal at the two. Eight minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Big play of the game already. Shotgun for Luby. Three wide to the left side. Catania to his left. Looking, going to run it. Inside the end zone for the touchdown. Matthew Luby, his first touchdown of the playoffs. And the Panthers with a 6-0 lead pending the extra point. Yeah, and you got to have that confidence. I mean, you got to have the confidence in your offensive line. You know, I know Sam Harmeyer has been pretty spot on with kicks this year. But, you know, that's not a knock on Harmeyer. That's a, that's a you know that you got the horses up front. It's time to go ahead and just get that six. 48-yard drive for the Panthers, and they get a touchdown of one yard, uh, two yards rather, of Luby, and Harmeyer will look to add this extra point. Here comes the snap, the hole by Thayman. The kick is up, the right foot, and this one is good. So with 8.38 remaining in quarter number one, it's the Elder Panthers 7, Lakota West Firebirds nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We are at the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, a 7-0 Elder Panther lead on a two-yard touchdown run by Matthew Luby. He had a 38-yard run to get it set up in there. But more importantly, the onside kick to start off the game. Yeah, and I think that was going to be, you know, Elder's plan, you know, here. You're probably going to see a squib kick. And they're going to line up. They want to keep it out of, you know, their back's hands, their guys that are the most dangerous in the game, and they're kick returners. So they're going to do their best to try to not let them be, dis- dis- you know, guys that are going to be really affecting the football game. So make your guys up front. You can see you know, West is, is already, Len, they've already brought out their, their hands team a little bit up yeah. front. And they'll set up here to kick off from right to left. Afari is back deep, and they kick it short again. It's going to bounce around the 20 to the 10, and Afari's going to take it at the 10. He's over across the around the 12, and he's taken backwards down to the 11-yard line. The Panthers get a bunch of people, including Thayman. It was uh, Santis, Keys, it's Ramsey, Joe everybody. Joe Royer, Joe too, Royer yes. Made, he made the tackle. He got his big paws out there, got a hold of the jersey, and he's just able to pull him down. I mean, uh, Joe Royer, uh, he's, he's, he's playing offense. He, he's playing defense. He's on special teams. Doing it know, all. He, he's doing a lot. I mean, he, he's really – that's a big play, too, because Afar, you're trying to make sure he doesn't break it. So the kick team did a good job staying in the lanes. Nice spin on the ball, too, because it looked like it was taking a, a path to go out of bounds. 
Seven-play, 48-yard drive for the Panthers on the first drive. Now, Lakota West gets a first and ten at the 12-yard line. Bolden back at quarterback. Shotgun. And now fumbles the snap. He gets to the two-yard line, and he's going to be taken down right around the two. Connor Key, actually Tanner Purdue, and... Looked like also number 66, and Jack Tucker got in there. Well, you know, you got a young guy at the helm, and you put him in front of that uh, elder cheering section right there. It's the first game of the playoffs. I, you know, I know you've been doing it throughout the season for 10 games, but it's a little bit of a different atmosphere here, and everybody's a little jumpy. Second down and 19. The ball spotted right around the three-yard line for... Lakota West. I keep wanting to say Colrain as I know to Bolden. Coach Colrain for so long. Bolden's that quarterback. He's going to be setting up Afari in the backfield as well. Shotgun formation. They've got two wide receivers off to the right. And now the give to Afari. He crosses the five and he gets to about the eight yard line. A gain of five on that play. It'll be third down and 14 coming up for Lakota West. So the Panthers looking, you know, paying attention to their offensive line, switching a little bit to see if they need to push out. So Lakota West getting almost back to the start of the sticks here. But I think Elder's defense, they can get a hold here and force a punt. I mean, this this is going to be, you know, a totally different football game for the Panthers getting their offense back on the field. But it's very important. You keep everybody in check, and everybody does their assignment here. They set up. They got Afari off to the left side as a wide receiver. That's Alex Afari, and they set up. Now they go in motion, and now the give to the left side across the ten. He's out to about the thirteen yard line, carried by Kurt Riesenberg. Riesenberg, I guess uh, they carry with that, and uh, number twenty-two for Lakota West. Yeah, Connor Keys came down the line to make that tackle. Came all the way down as everybody stringed out. Huge splits on the Lakota West offensive line, so it really spreads you out on some of these end-around plays. So so you really have to make sure you're getting downfield quick. Linebackers are filling up. No one's losing outside contain on those kickbacks, on a, you know trying to come back down the field. So forcing a punt here is huge. And they set up now. They get ready to do this. Gavin Bull is uh, ready to kick this one. And now the kick, it's going to be a line drive. It's going to bounce at the 40 to 45. Take... And just kind of stay there to around the 49-yard line is where they will mark it. So the Panthers had the ball first. They had it at the 48. Now they got it at the 49. Yeah. Good, easy drives. Great field position. Not a great kick. I mean, it was an end over end, but it was real low and slow. Tommy Thamey did a good job not trying to field it. Just back up on that one. I mean, it's only getting to about the 50. Just back up. No need to make a play. So Elder's defense holds right out of the gate, which was a question after last week for probably a lot of people, whether Elder's defense could do that you know this is the defense hopefully that we saw maybe against st x uh you know in a couple other games throughout the year but now the offense has another chance to to get into the end zone set up now where they go first down and 10 at the 48 the panthers do too wide to the left side and luby rolling to his left now looking throwing left throwing for volmer incomplete at the 32 yard line had him open there, but it was a little too far for him, and uh, Volmer dove for it, but it was no good. Volmer got a little bit turned around there. Luby had to get rid of it, not not before he wanted to, but Lakota West had two guys come, and one was blocked, one was untouched, so he knew there was that backside pressure. And, two, when you get that rollout, eventually, since all your routes are headed to the sideline, you can't keep running forever because everybody's kind of running that way, so you don't really have a lot of kickback. Setting up a second and ten for the Panthers at the 48-yard line. They go shotgun, one wide, now three wide to the left and one to the right side. 
Luby looking, now going to run it inside the 50, and he's taken down immediately at the 48-yard line. Big number 77, uh, Tagra Tazabola made the tackle for for Lakota West. Not enough of a, a pull-up feel by the lineman. You know, Lakota West probably, I mean, on their their scouting report this week, it, it just probably there were six pages that just said draw, 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 draw. Uh, and they, that one they weren't fooled. They didn't get upfield real far. So when Luby started the run, they were right there able to make a quick play. And they'll set up now with a third down and 11. Right around the 48-yard line. They go three wide left, one wide right. Luby looking to throw, steps back. Now looking left, Royer double team, throws it up, and he's still got it at the 15-yard line. Joe Royer, what a catch with two men on him. <laughs> I mean, Joe Royer was running backwards for most of that with two guys, one on his left shoulder, the other guy in his chest, and Joe Royer just went up and made a huge play. That was Truman Mason and William Barber just trying their darndest, and, and there's just no way. No way. Joe Royer goes up and makes a huge catch on that one. I mean, he's averaging 17.9 yards per catch. Why not get another one like that? Absolutely. They'll set up first and 10 at the 15-yard line. Looking is going to pitch it to Catania off to the right. Inside the 15, he's to the 10. He's inside the 5, well, right around the 5-yard line where they finally get him. Maybe the 4. We'll see where they mark it, but Catania, good run. 11 yards, I believe, and another first down. Okay, good execution on that option. They committed early to Luby, got the pitch out, and there was nobody around the edge uh, for the Panthers. I mean, that's a play they've run with success this year. Last week tried to run that at the uh, you know, uh, at the goal line, giving you the option to maybe throw the football or, or run it, and LaSalle guarded it really well there. Elder executed it uh, much better. First and goal at the five. Three wide to the left. One to the right and Royer. Shotgun Luby looking. Now he's going to run it. Inside the five. Inside the end zone for the touchdown. Second one of the game for Matthew Luby. And it is 13-0 pending for the Elder Panthers. I mean, that was just an easy draw. Easy, easy draw up up the field. The offensive line doing a great job getting a push. Yeah, I can already tell right now the Lakota West defense linemen are really getting tired of it. So hopefully, you know, Elder can continue to, to just really push and, and own that up front. Just own it, own it, own it, and make those defense linemen want to get back on that bus that's sitting up there in the main drive. Setting up the extra point here with 4.15 to go in the opening quarter. The Panthers score on their second drive of the game. And there's the snap, the hold, and the kick is up, and it is good. So with 4.15 remaining in quarter number one, it's been all Elder Panthers. They lead it 14-0. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Playoff edition tonight at the pit here at Elder High School. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. And so far, it's been a good start. 14-0 Panthers. I mean, just it's been pretty much a dominating performance. The defense did really well in their first possession. You get that onside kick. You get it. You turn that into points right there. You, you hold them, make them not be able to flip the field. So, I mean, right now you've taken Lakota West completely out of their game plan. Because remember, the biggest problem for West is that they get behind. I mean, they're a running team. I mean, they've ran the ball almost 380 times this year. They have to run the football to be successful. And you can't do that if you're going to be down two and three scores. Going from right to left, the Panthers do with 4.15 to go and a 14-0 lead. It's going to be a short kick taken by Boyd at the 20. He's out to the 30. He got the 35, the 36-yard line where Royer and Sanders make the tackle. And that's great coverage. I mean, that's what you, all you need. Just make sure they don't get the break at past your line. That's when the breakdowns happen. So everybody stayed in their lanes, get stopped. Now the defense can have to do a little bit more. You know, they got a little bit more feel. They got some confidence towards the end. So Elder's defense really got to step up. You know, Jack Tucker, uh, Connor Keys, Brady Buller up front really got to do their job here if they're running an option uh, of not getting caught looking and being Johnny on the spot. 4-10 remaining in the first quarter. Panthers with a 14-0 lead. Lakota West with a first and 10 at the 38-yard line. Bolden shotgun formation. They go in motion. They fake a fari. They're going to give it up the middle and carried by Aiden Miller. And he gets to about the 38-yard line, maybe a yard if not uh, for for Lakota West. They're going to mark it just shy of the 40, so they'll give him two. Yeah, Connor Keys, you know, at the bottom of the pile, but Elder really collapsed into the middle. So watch for West. You know, their coaches up top probably saw that. Watch for them trying to bounce one. So if that's the case, you know, if you're that at those linebackers on the outside, those, those defensive backs, make sure you're not getting lost. Second down and eight at the 40-yard line. They line up with one wide receiver to the right side. And now Bowden, shotgun, he goes Afari in motion, the give to Afari, wide to the left side, 35, and a flag is down right around the 35-yard line. It gets The play gets to the 39, and there's going to be a holding penalty on Lakota West. This one's coming back. Yeah, it's a pretty easy hold to call. Colton Sanders makes the big play, though, to make sure that it's not something else. So the Panthers are going to benefit from a hold, push them back a little bit. But still, the way Sanders flying to the football, I mean, he comes out of the... the uh, season with, I think it was 88 tackles, uh, being a GCL South leader there in tackles. So, I mean, he's just continuing to do what he does. So the Panthers uh, off with a 14-0 lead. We've got 324 remaining. Tonight's game is brought to you by Coal Banker West Shell. Two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home, and they're proud to continue servicing the west side of the elder community. Coal Banker West Shell, 922-9400. To visit them at CBWS. And they'll mark the football back at the 27-yard line. It'll be uh, actually the 28. Second and 20 now for Lakota West. One wide receiver to the left side. And Bolden at quarterback, the freshman. Afari goes in motion. Now looking to throw, and they're going to run it across the 25. And he gets to the 28, 29, maybe the 30-yard line, where he's finally taken down after a gain of two. But uh, Bowden saw some something there, could not get it back, and good defense by the Panthers. Jack Tucker finishes up the play, cleans it up. A couple guys got there before. 
on Bolden, but you, you can see, I mean, Bolden's their second leading rusher. I mean, obviously, Afari with 941 yards, Bolden with 171, but so, I mean, he could break some tackles, uh, and he showed that there, so make sure you get pad level down and wrap up. Second and 17 at the 31-yard line. One wide left, three wide right. Shotgun formation for Bolden, back at his 27. Now rolling back to the 25. He's going to run it and taken down at the 30-yard line. The Panthers get a couple of players in there. And Santos was one of them, of course. And yeah, Tanner, Tanner Purdue uh, comes off the pile, and Joey Stemmler with the jo- with the sack. Yep, I was just going to say that. Joey Stemmler gets in there. So it'll be another fourth down, and Caudill will be back to pump this one away. Dan Caudill, number 13, the punter. And he kicks this one away. It's going to bounce at the 45, and it's going to just stay there for about the 43-yard line before Cole, for Lakota West rather will take it, and the Panthers will have another short field to go. Yeah, just not a great punt. I mean, he tried to angle it two to the sideline a little bit. Uh, you know, one of the things, if, you don't, if you're not punting the ball well and you're not punting it high, you definitely don't want to get it to your return guy before your team has a chance to go down. So even there, you're getting a little bit of an advantage uh, on that. Even though they're not great lengthy kicks, you're still getting no return. Panthers have a first and 10 at their own 42, two wide to the right. Set up now, it's Luby, the give, and he's going to keep it himself. And he gets across the 45 to the 46-yard line. A gain of four for Luby. Luby continues to uh, move the football. He's got two touchdowns already. The Panthers have a 14-0 lead. Just looking at uh, at some of the stats here early going. Luby, 2-4 for 42 yards, but he's got six rushing attempts for 47 yards and two touchdowns. Joe Royer with one catch for 33 yards. Shotgun, too wide to the right. Now they roll out Volmer to the left side. They're going five wide, looking, and now it's Vollmer inside the 50, and he gets to uh, outside of the 46-yard line where he's taken out of bounds. Looked like Afari, Alex Afari, made the tackle there for Colerain. That's so, an easy pickup. I keep saying Colerain. i got to stop. Let's, Lakota West, the Firebirds. Just an easy pickup for the Panthers. Uh, Volmer just gets to the spot. You know, good, good throw, good catch. One of the things I'm still waiting on, which is going to be real trouble for the Dakota West, is as soon as Drew Ramsey starts getting involved in the offense too, because right now they're all looking at number seven, number seven, number seven. They go three wide to the right. Cooper Johnson in the game now, and now rolling to the right is Luby, rolling still to the right. Now going to throw it down the field. It is complete to Ramsey at the 28-yard line. So a nice gain of 18 and a first down for the Panthers. Yeah, that's a big boy catch. That's a, that's a he's like almost posting up. I mean, he ran down the field. He wasn't going to keep kind of stretching and stretching, and, and, you know, knowing that being a, a quarterback too, he's not going to keep stretching the field for Luby. And able Luby puts a, a nice throw in there to to get and make a big catch. So Drew Ramsey, big gain. Elder picking up pretty easy here. Down to 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter. It is 14-0 Panthers. They have a first and 10 at the Lakota West 28-yard line. Two wide to the left side. Here's Luby. Shotgun. Throws. Complete to Neiman at the 25. He goes inside the 20. He's down to about the 16-yard line. 
and Neiman gets the first down. Hey, Scotty Neiman carries a pile after that catch, gets into a spot in the zone, turns and just makes a solid catch, knowing that there are going to be guys hitting him right afterwards, and then he continues to carry the pile. So Elder's offense using all their different weapons. I mean, that's the thing. If you're going to watch Elder moving forward, it, it's going to be very tough because they, they got weapons that they just can keep throwing at you. First and 10, they bought it at the 16-yard line. And with five seconds, see if they get this play off. And this probably will not go. And that is the last play of the first quarter. With the score, the Elder Panthers 14. Lakota West Firebirds, nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. One Harvey, Phil Bengal, was joined by Kevin Espelich, the athletic director of the Elder Panthers. And a nice start to the playoffs, Kevin. It's it's always nice to get a lead. So, yeah, we're, we're excited to be here, excited to be at home, and, and the, the kids are ready for this. Awesome. And a former radio guy will keep you in the booth longer than we we have most. I'm a natural. Huh? Natural, absolutely. Got that great booming. Face for radio. The, well, that's that's why we're on this exactly. side as opposed to the TV side over there where they're right. putting on those people. So we're a little uh, just uh, we'll talk a little bit. you got an open house coming up. Give yeah. us a little bit about that. Great opportunity for, for uh, prospective students and their families to get a look at, at Elder High School from, from inside out, you know, to meet with some teachers and other uh, members of the staff. You know, athletics will be well represented as well. But, uh, you know, uh, just to get through the hallways and, and to see how we move kids around and, uh, you know, what we have to offer here at Elder High School beyond just the uh, the athletics. Well, it's a tremendous experience. You're right, the athletics. But just a, a night like tonight to see the pit. I mean, it's 30 degrees freezing. you got people in blankets, but they don't care. They're here. It, it's football season it's playoff season and uh you know we're on spectrum i'm not excited about that but i don't get to make that call you know i want people in the stands being loud and crazy and and that's what makes us elder high school that's what makes us unique is is the elder nation and so uh you know hopefully this thing holds out like it is right now and we continue to put it on them uh we'll we'll get a big crowd next week 14 nothing lead for the panthers and we'll talk you know the, the wonderful fitness center it just you look at it when you come down and you get into the stadium it's just fantastic it, it's just a great time to be a part of elder high school we, we've got a lot of positive things going on here you know both academically and and the campus itself you know the improvements we've made here with the scoreboard and the lights and the fitness center and uh you know this summer is going to be another busy summer here on campus as we upgrade the shaper center uh we upgrade the the, the other gymnasium i don't want to say the original gymnasium For, but the gymnasium yeah, as well. ram sorry ramsey takes it inside the 10 to around the five yard line see where they finally mark them but uh drew ramsey with a big uh, run there so with 11 just underway second quarter 11 54 to go 
And the Panthers have a 14-0 lead. It'll be a first down and goal coming up at the four-yard line. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, so, you know, there's just a lot of positive things. And that's what you have to offer at this level is, uh, you know, how you're going to develop these young men uh, as people in the classroom and outside the classroom. And we do a fantastic job through unbelievable support to, to offer these opportunities for our kids. First down and goal at the four. They go two wide to the left side. They go Cooper Johnson in the backfield to get to Cooper. Cooper inside the five is at about the two-yard line and did not get in. So there will be a second down and goal coming up right around the two-yard line with 11-14 remaining in the second quarter. Elder with a 14-0 lead. We got some updates, some scores. Coleraine and Princeton are tied at seven. And LaSalle now has a 14-0 lead. Uh, over Little Miami. So the the scoreboard update here with uh, 10.58 remaining. Quarter number two. Panthers have a 14-0 lead, but looking like they're going to be able to get back in the end zone. Second down and goal at the two. Cooper Johnson in the backfield. One wide receiver to the right. They've got, they're going to go now two to the right side. Luby, shotgun. And now the give to Cooper Johnson in the end zone for the touchdown. Another rushing touchdown, and it's 20 to nothing. Pending. Pending the extra point. You know, playoff time, you know, you put the other team on skates. When you, when you get them down and they feel the pressure, they know there's no tomorrow. And uh, uh, we're doing a great job of, of keeping the pressure on. Yeah, you got to, once you have them, you know, and we talked about Lakota, Lakota West, they have, they're a running team. It's tough to come back when you've got to run and you got to throw the football. So they get ready. Harmeyer will look to add this extra point. Panthers have a 20-0 lead, 10-36 remaining in this second quarter. Look for the snap and the hole by Thayman. It's down, and Harmeyer's kick is up, and it is good. So with 10-36 remaining in quarter number two, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Welcome back. Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. The Panthers score again. They lead it 21 to nothing. And, Kevin, we'll keep you in the booth if we keep having touchdowns like that. No problem. It's a little warmer in here, yeah. but, you know, uh, you know, I'll sacrifice. Exactly. Now, talk a little bit about the wrestling gym that's coming. You know, we're going to do a, a renovation of that facility this summer as well. So uh, get the floor refinished, uh, strip that all the way down, redo the stands, and, and uh, just uh, dollar up a little bit. She's, she's due. And so, uh, uh, again, just uh, it's going to be busy. It's going to be a little hectic with all the construction going on, but it's a it's a huge positive. If you don't have a, a, a construction going on in your campus, then, then something's not right. As athletic director, you always have something going on because you're doing everything all the time. Just when you think football's over, basketball's starting up, right? That guy, Dave Dabell, did not leave me the complete manual. I no. think he left out chapters 1 through 32. But, uh, yeah, there's always something going on, but you know it's always for the positive, so uh, we'll, we'll keep at it. Short kick again. This time a little trickery, but the Lakota West Firebirds will get it at the their own 29-yard line as they recover it. Another uh, short kick. Harmeyer moved away, and they just uh, they did. These, you know, this is interesting. We haven't seen this all year. Correct. And these are the wrinkles that get on film with a week to prepare. And so not only are you preparing for Coach Ramsey's 42 formations and different plays and things like that, now you add the wrinkle of what special team's going to do uh, when they show up. And, and that's practice time. This time of year when it's cold out and miserable, those kids don't want to be out there too long. But if you got to use 10 minutes to go over more special teams material than normal, it's, it's, it's hard. 
First and ten for Lakota West at the 29-yard line. 10.36 remaining here in quarter number two. 21-0 Panthers. Bolden shotgun. Now the, he's going to keep it. He crosses the 30 to the 35, and he's out to about the 37-yard line. And Dieter's on the tackle for the Panthers. And, the, you know, in this, it's a type of situation where you're going to run it. You're, the clock continues to run, and it's tough to come back 21 down. You, you know, you, this this is what they hang their hat on offensively. And if if he if Coach Bolden chooses to get away from this, then the kids are going to start panicking too. So he's going to give it one more series here before he might have to start to, to try and move it through the air a little bit more. Second and one from the 38-yard line. Bolden gives uh, right up the middle of the Boyd and across the 40-yard line. And actually, Miller, Miller to the 40-yard line, so he'll get uh, a, a yard or two on, on that carry. But Kevin, you know, you, you talked about we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I think uh, we had the two Robs over at uh, at it was kind of interesting. But they talked about the offense by Coach Ramsey, just so sophisticated uh, at the college level. You don't see a lot of uh, the offenses that uh, Elder runs. Coach will, will argue that it's not as sophisticated as it looks. He, he, he just creates so many uh, situations through formations and uh, running you know, the, the primary plays but through so many different looks. First and 10 at the 40-yard line for Lakota West, and Bolden looks to throw the football, throws it to the right side. It is incomplete. Dieters, a good play. He had an open wide receiver, and it was Reisenberg, and that was incomplete. That's a great job right there. That's a big stop. So, again, they go to the air. You get the stop. And, and now, you know, they're questioning, can we pass on the Panthers? Joined by uh, Athletic Director Kevin Espeledge. And, uh, Kevin, always a pleasure. You are welcome in this booth anytime you want. Uh, Phil, I'm sorry. You know, we got we could have a three-man booth with him if he has some time, <laughs> although he's too busy. Hey, if so, I'm involved, yeah. we might be midfield, huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we might be a much better spot. Kevin Espeledge, Athletic Director, thanks so much for joining us. It's a second and ten at the 40-yard line. And it's Lakota West to give to Miller, and Miller across the 40 to the 41-yard line. A gain of a yard. It'll be a third down coming up for Lakota West. 9.15 remaining in quarter number two. And it's 21-0 Elder with the lead. Kevin, I'm telling you, it's got that booming voice, Phil. Yeah, you know, when he was up at Wittenberg, you know, did a lot of that, uh, you know, radio. So it's kind of nice, too, when you talk to him about getting set up for this kind of stuff. He knows exactly everything that you go through and, and what you're trying to do, too, in, in the air and, and just different things. I mean, you know, it, it's nice. I always like it when we, you know, have that ability to, to bring another voice, you know, just for just for a few minutes. Yeah. And it's a third and nine at the 41. Lakota West, the give is Afari. Afari on the reverse to the 40, and he gets to about the 42-yard line, but that'll be it. It'll be fourth down coming up for Lakota West, and they're struggling here with 8.28 remaining in quarter number two. The Panthers with a 21-0 lead, two touchdowns by Matthew Luby, and then a two-yard touchdown by Cooper Johnson. Nicholas Seeger made the stop for the Panthers, but, uh, you know, Bartley Thomas was the first guy out there, and he lunged a little bit to make that tackle, but keeping contained. I mean, that's the big point against their run. Don't let them get outside and just start picking up yards. You know, it riffs super easy. Fourth and seven at the 48-yard line. Cotto will be back at his 30, and he steps onto it to the right side, and it's going to be Thayman at the 25. Thayman's across the 30. And he gets to the 31-yard line before he's taken down. I wanted to update a couple of scores here, Phil, that we've got. Uh, we set up with Coleraine and Princeton tied at 7. It's LaSalle now 35 to nothing over Little Miami. And Mason 
with an early 13-7 lead over St. X. Thanks to Mark Bengel for those scores. Yeah, and, that, and that Mason X game, I mean, out at St. X, you know that Mason's going to come in there. You know, that's one of those things. They're going to come in. They're going to be all, you know, jacked up to play. And, and X has just kind of got to weather the storm and see what they get. But, you know, you know the Panthers are kind of looking. They're looking at that game right there. I mean, that, that's a big game for who you got next. Panthers have it first and 10 at their own 31-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right side. They go Catania in the backfield. Oh, check that. That's Cooper Johnson, and Johnson gets it to the 30-yard line, and that's about it. Uh, so maybe the, maybe back to the original line of scrimmage at the 31, but uh, Johnson did not get much on that. And Elder, again, just trying to throw some different things at you, but still stay within their, you know, what they do. I mean, again, you know, Kev, Kevin was talking about that before of you know you get a week to prepare on film for these playoff games so eventually you know you're looking at the score you're not going to throw out all of the things that you have in your back pocket no. i can show everything on film but still elders offense gives you a lot to really have to prepare for set up shotgun they've got two wide to the right side larkin goes into the right side and there's a tight end and now looking is luby Looks to throw, right side, looking for Ramsey. And he rolls up and catches it at the 47-yard line of Lakota West. But they're going to say no. Not sure, but they say it hit the ground. That looked pretty good from here. We don't have the benefits of any kind of replay, although they have, I'm sure, the spectrum monitors around. But that looked pretty good, and Ramsey went up and got it, came down. And they're saying the ground uh, that he did not have full possession. Hey, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought he, he made a great catch right there. I, I don't, I mean, the side judge came up and made a call. Uh, you know, I'm obviously not down there. I can't see it, but I thought he did a good job. The biggest thing of concern, though, Matthew Luby took a pretty good hit on that one sitting in the pocket. You know, so see how I didn't get to see if that really affected him. I mean, he runs the ball so often. Yeah. Probably not, but, but. You know, sometimes those are the ones that knock the wind out of you. Third and ten from the 31, and Luby back to throw. It is 22, rolling to the left at the 20. Steps up, throws, and it is incomplete. Intended for Postal on the left side, and that is incomplete. It'll be a fourth down, so the so the Panthers will have to pump this one away. Yeah, back-to-back plays where Lakota West defense, what they just did up front is they just ran a lot of guys just trying to force the offensive line to really get their blocks in. So there were a lot of guys coming, uh, and that's tough after they've been pretty conservative, you know, playing the run uh, uh, on the Panthers. So Elder's going to have to punt here and hopefully can contain, you know, Lakota West's returners. They've got Afari and also... They've got Boyd back. They go with two punt returners. And now it's Dieters with the kick, kind of a rugby style, but it's going to wind up going center to the around the 30-yard line. But a great tackle. Colt Stannis, what a tackle right around the 35-yard line. It's great, great tackle, too, even with the you know West defender trying to clip him so he doesn't make the tackle. Colt Stannis still makes it. I mean, Stannis has just been doing this week in and week out, you know, a, a great player for the Panthers on defense. He, he just brings everything to a whole other level and moves guys up. The rugby style kick too. Yeah. I mean that gives a that's a little wrinkle, you know, in the game. I mean we know that Elders be able to do that. They really haven't done that with Dieters yet. So another thing to prepare for on film. First and ten for Lakota West at the 35 yard line. 6:44 remaining in the second quarter. It's 21-0 Panthers. They go in motion. Reisenberg and now rolling to the right is Bolden. Incomplete. Intended for number 23, Aiden Miller. 
And that was no good there, so it'll be second down and ten coming up. Tonight's game is brought to you by Underground Sports Shops. Is your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated? Is your team's coaches' shirts worn out? Well, contact Sean Mason of the Underground Sports Shop. Shirts, caps, coats, whatever you need. With your company logo customized with the newest style items, shop.com or 513-751-1662. Underground Sports Shops, the official provider of the Prep Sports Radio Network. And I'm wearing a, a little uh, Eddie Bauer, nice little... Uh, pull over in this cold weather tonight yeah it's not that bad i mean we, we were out of mason last year and yes I mean, that was cold at the wind tunnel that was freezing second down at 10 from the 35 yard line bolden takes the shotgun snap he's going to run it himself across the 40 to the 42 yard line a gain of seven it'll be third down and for lakota west elder defense is a little too tentative there on that option it's kind of like we haven't really seen it yet so they were a little bit concerned with coming up and making the play on the wing and, and really that was one of those tackles elder made by just kind of falling backwards uh and you can't have that if you want to try to really force their hand to throw the football again got to come up and make those plays on that option mitch bolden the quarterback wearing number 25 kind of interesting for a quarterback uh he is a freshman and uh you know to have that kind of composure it's tough as a young 14 or 15 year old setting up now third and two from the 43 yard line one wide receiver to the left side bolden takes the snap and he's going to give it up the middle and it's picked up uh across the 35 40 35 30 and he's down in the elder territory at the 25 yard line aiden miller on the big run and lakota west gets their first first down and it's poor tackling panthers trying to throw their shoulder you know into the runner just as best as they can you know miller running the football i mean it's a big body you know getting in there i mean two you know 200 probably 210 pounds you just can't kind of throw a shoulder into him you know finally Dieter comes down and makes the play does a smart thing too Dieter tries to strip the ball as they get down there, but this breathes some life into the Lakota West offense. First and 10 at the Elder 26-yard line. They line up with one wide receiver to the left side. They go shotgun with Bolden. And now setting up the fake, and they gave up the middle again. This time he's going to take it to about the 22-yard line, and Aiden Miller getting some good runs. And all of a sudden, Elder's defense is reaching. They're reaching guys. They're not coming and closing their holes quickly. They're not making plays on the spot. You know, coming up, they're starting to reach. I mean, you know, the guys on the field, it's almost like they got a little complacent. You know, get back to where you were before. Get that push. Get off that block. Go make the play. Bring your hips with you. Don't just, just lunge at them. Second down and seven. The ball spotted at the 23-yard line for Lakota West. 4.35 remaining second quarter. Elder with a 21-0 lead, but West is driving. Two wide receivers to the right side. They go Reisenberg in the fake, and now the give to Reisenberg across the 20. And he's inside the 20 to about the 16-yard line. A gain of seven on the thing. It'll be close to a first down. It was a second down and seven. Reisenberg on the carry. Hey, even though he did get a good carry... And picks the first down. The Panthers did a good job of containing it and turning it back inside. So instead of it turning into a 15, 20-yard carry or more, possibly even six at the spot that they're at, the Panthers are able to contain them. First down and 10 for Lakota West at the older Panther 16-yard line. 21 nothing. Panthers have the lead. Lakota West driving here with, a, with one wide receiver off to the left. Now two to the left side. Bolton shotgun. And now... Uh, Atari actually gets to about the 
15-yard line. Not much doing there. 16 as he lost his step a little bit, as David Afari did. Yeah, just lost his foot. He's trying to do a cutback, which has been a lot of where they've been successful and just drops on that one. So Panthers get a, get a little lucky. One thing, this game is moving right along. It's 3.20 to go in the second quarter, and the Panthers with a 21-0 lead, and the clock continues to run as Lakota West huddles here with a second and 11. They're going to say he lost the yard back to the 17-yard line. Three wide to the right side now for Lakota West. They go Bolden, now goes empty backfield. To the left side, he puts Miller to the left. He goes in motion with Miller, the fake, and now looking, and now going to run it himself, and now nothing doing to about the 15-yard line is Bolden. Jack Tucker comes up and makes a huge play. It's good that they provided that pressure up front because they actually were almost had a back that leaked to about the five-yard line open. You know, had Bolden been able to look up and make that play, they probably got a quick hitter and got the ball down. But instead, you know, this is a long third down here, and Elder's defense got a little bit of confidence. Third down and 10. The ball spotted right around the 16-yard line for Lakota West going from right to left. With 2.20 remaining here in the second quarter. Two wide receivers to the right. 21-0, Panthers with the lead. One wide receiver and a Afari to the left side. Shotgun Bolden looks to throw to the right, throws it, it's complete. And Reisenberg across the 15-yard line, but not much more. Dieters and company on the tackle for the Panthers. And it'll be fourth down coming up for Lakota West. Ben Dieter, Connor Keys, get there, make that tackle. You know, helping to shed those blocks. So Panthers hold them. I mean, at this point in the game, you got to make a decision. So I think they're going to come out and they're going to kick the field goal. They've got uh, Josh Lane who uh, we'll see if he comes out. But uh, see who's going to kick this one. Yep, 99. And Lane is 5 of 5 field goal percentage. His longest is 42 yards. This one is going to be 31 yards away. And here's the snap, the kick right foot. It's got the distance. It's good. So with 116 remaining in the second quarter, it's the Elder Panthers 21 and Lakota West 3. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451 4800, or on the web at hoding.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We are at the pit on a Friday night, a little chilly Friday night, but the Panthers are making it warm with a 21-3 lead over Lakota West. Two touchdowns by Matthew Luby, one by Cooper Johnson, and then uh, just a field goal uh, of 31 yards for Lakota West to make it 21-3. You like to see the Panthers you know, maybe get a little bit of a return here uh, and have a chance to take a shot with a minute 16 to go a- after they had the punt, you know, the last time on offense, uh, you know, one of the times when they were shut down. So you got to hope that the Panthers be able to get something here maybe before they have to. They will start with the ball at the start of the second half, so still the ability to get points on the board. Josh Lane will kick off from right to left. 
And he will kick this one, a little short kick. It's going to be at the up back around the 25-yard line. It's actually checking out right around Larkin at the 30-yard line is where he finally gets it. But uh, a little bit of commotion over on the 30-yard line. But Larkin uh, gets a few yards on that. Yeah, just uh, yeah, David Larkin does exactly what you got to do. First make the catch and then try to advance the ball up the field. Uh, you know, he, he's there for that reason. As he's got good hands. He's not there because he's going to go beat you speed-wise. And he just gets in. There's just a big pile. All, almost all 22 guys are right there. So minute nine, you know, the Panthers got timeouts to see if maybe they try to take a shot downfield yeah. first and then maybe burn a timeout and, and use it. And they're definitely they're looking like that might be an option. They've got four wide receivers, one left, three to the right. They've got Larkin in the backfield with Luby. And now Luby looks to run it. He looks it gets inside and not much doing there. Gets back to around the 29-yard line. So it'll be a second down coming up for the Panthers with 58 seconds remaining. Yeah, and yeah, obviously right now Elder's just going to kind of maybe run another draw, maybe put the ball out, see if they get anything. But you don't have to since you're going to get the football back. You're up 21-3. to You'd hate to have something where you turn the ball over here uh, and all of a sudden give them an opportunity. Clock running with 40 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, the best show in the business, the Call of Anchor West Shell Halftime Report with the guys. Setting up a second and 11 at the 29-yard line, and Luby keeps it across the 30 to the 31-yard line. And with 25 seconds remaining in a very fast-paced first half, the Panthers with a 21-3 lead. They'll get the ball, as you mentioned, Phil, first in the second half. And the clock is just going to run down here. Again, coming up at halftime, the best show in the business, the Call Banker West Shell Halftime Report. But they stop the clock with 10 seconds with a timeout on the field. Tonight's game is brought to you by Cooper Electric. For the 30 years Prep Sports Radio has been around, Cooper Electric has been proud sponsor the entire time. Flexible courtesy and the quality and hallmark of a Cooper Electric's business. Upgrades to your home or business to efficient LEDs or elaborate changes or remodels. Contact Cooper Electric President and Elder Grad Greg Hyland at 513-271-5000. Ten seconds remaining in this half. And the Panthers continue on the offensive side, doing a, a good job. They've got Luby at two touchdowns, Johnson at a touchdown. Yeah, hey, and Lakota West, you know, they took time out there, and Elder you know, gave, gave him the opportunity to go out and talk. Coach Ramsey definitely had some words for his offensive line, which, I mean, I, I agree with. I mean, your offensive line is dominating and dominating, and now all of a sudden they're kind of struggling a little bit. So you know, you, you definitely, I mean, I think it's completely warranted uh, uh, to be doing that. It'll be a third and nine at the 31-yard line for the Panthers. 14 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Royer's going to line up wide to the left side and Postal to the to the right side. Shotgun Luby's got two running backs in the backfield. Now they're going to move them, and it's Ramsey and Postal. They move off to the right side as a receiver now. And now Ramsey is actually going to be... Luby across the 40, and he's out to the 46-yard line, 47. With eight seconds, they get a first down. And now another timeout. Tonight's game brought to you by the Cincinnati Cyclones. Last season, the Cyclones new head coach, Matt Thomas, had his team total the highest points of any Cyclones team in history. Well, the Cyclones' aggressive and fast style of play will have you sitting on the edge of your seat. Season tickets or single game tickets are on sale now. You can view the schedule at CyclonesHockey.com. Cyclones Hockey, more than just a game. So a first and ten at the 47. We've got 
eight ticks of the clock left. Phil, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, why not see if he can take a shot? I mean, Joe Royer's had success downfield. Uh, Drew Ramsey's made some big catches. You know, offense line, give them some time and, and go make a play. See what they do here with that eight seconds left. They do have it at the 47-yard line, so they've certainly been able to throw the ball deep on occasion this season. And with that one play left, Lakota West talking on the sidelines, getting ready for their defensive scheme. 21 to 3 Panthers. They will get the ball first in the second half. And looking to set this one up. Shotgun snap. They've got one wide receiver to the right side, and now they've got two now to the left side. But Royer, they go in motion with Postal to the right side. So three to the right. Now Luby looking right. Gets a good block from Catania. Throws it down the field, and it is to the side. It's complete. It's four to the five. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. 53 yards, and the Panthers get the touchdown just like we talked about. That was just getting behind the coverage. They didn't have anybody back. Volmer down the side. Great ball by Luby. Lakota West tries to jump it, and Volmer catches it first, makes his move, and then goes and picks up the X yards to get the touchdown. I I love that because now, I mean, the Panthers can get the ball back here. There's no time on the clock. We're kicking this field goal, and we're going into halftime with a comfortable lead. 27 to nothing, Panthers. This extra point will make it 28. And we'll go to halftime. 53-yard touchdown catch by Evan Vollmer. There's the snap, the hold, and Thayman holds it. The kick by Harmeyer is up and good. So we are going to halftime. It's the Elder Panthers 28, Lakota West nothing. Coming up, the Caldwell Banker West Show halftime report. You're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347 9999. That's 347 9999. 
1-800-926-9699. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. I'm Father Dan Schmidtmeyer, Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And welcome back to the Pitted Elder High School where it is halftime. It is the Coldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report, and the Elder Panthers are up 28-3 to over Lakota West. And, guys, uh, I think we were all sitting here thinking uh, midfield, clock's ticking down, uh, Elder's running a few running plays. Uh, you think they're just going to just let the clock go? And uh, as uh, Phil pointed out, Doug was not happy how the offensive line was getting pushed around. A couple of little pushes, and here you go. Next thing you know, uh, touchdown to Evan Vollmer, and uh, here we 28 to yeah. three. That's a nice, nice. I, I, I happen to be standing behind the coaches during that whole thing, and uh, the, the, there was a debate between the coaches up here whether they should just take a knee and take it into halftime or, or, or what. So. Uh, they were all pleasantly surprised with the outcome of, of that play. That, that, yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of options there, uh, but uh, that, that score really looks good. And, of course, the opening uh, kickoff, Elder was kicking off to Lakota West. Didn't expect a squib, squib kick on the opening kickoff, and Elder gets it and drives down. And scores gets up seven. Uh, I, I think that has been kind of the, the tempo of the game so far is the Elder Panthers have put their foot on the pedal yeah. and they're not letting off. After last week's game at LaSalle, uh, Elder came out like a gangbusters tonight. Uh, aggressive, like you said, Mark, foot on the pedal. And, and they're the aggressor for sure. And with the onside kick to start the game, the squib kick, whatever, uh, that gave them the momentum. And they, they scored it on the fourth uh, fourth and goal play. So credit to the Elder Panthers getting that off early, 7-0 lead. And it just seemed to me uh, the defense, there's a pep in their step that we haven't seen in quite a while, a couple weeks anyway. Uh, and they're very aggressive. Uh, they're playing inspired football. And, of course, that's what you need. We've said before, right, guys, this is a new year. Everybody's zero and zero, so you really have to come out and give it your all, and especially when you're at home in front of the eldest 12th man. Yep, yeah, and uh, it, it was a big boost, and of course, Elder will get the ball back in the uh, third quarter, and uh, if they could put that thing in, uh, we might have a running clock here. <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Steve, uh, let's switch over to you. A lot of action in, in one game uh, we were talking about on the sideline. A, a team that didn't get in uh, was Winton Woods, uh, which is a you know kind of a crime in Division Two, and so a little team, little Miami, uh, squeezes them out. And so uh, 
it was either Little Miami up against LaSalle or it was going to be Wynton Woods up against LaSalle. Of course, Wynton Woods had knocked LaSalle off earlier in the year. What's happening out there on North Bend Road, Steve? Out on North Bend Road, the Lancers are very happy to be playing Little Miami. The number eight seed is playing up to everything expected out of an eight seed right now. At the half, LaSalle's up 42 to nothing. So the uh, Lancers uh, cruising to a matchup between the winner of uh, Xenia and Walnut Ridge next week. Xenia was ahead in that game early. I don't have uh, any particulars on that, but Xenia, the number four seed, was ahead of the number five Walnut Ridge seed uh, in early action in that game. All right, let's run down some other scores that we'd have uh, at or near the half. At or near the half, this game, well, this score came in with 42 seconds left, so we'll call it at the half. Uh, St. Xavier Bombers, the number one seed right now, trail the, the uh, number eight seed, uh, Mason Comets, 20 to 13 at the half. So, uh, you know, a lot of some adjustments will be made uh, uh, from what I was looking at online. X is having a trouble, trouble trying to figure out the defensive schemes that, that Mason's running. So I'm sure Steve Speck will draw something up, and uh, uh, you know they'll, they'll uh, you know rise. To, a lot of football left to be played out there, and uh, obviously in the game you're listening to here, tw- Elder 28, uh, Lakota West three, Colerain over Princeton right now at the half, 13 to seven. Another action, Turpin and St. Francis to Sales. Turpin uh, undefeated. They're knotted at half seven and seven to seven. Uh, Baden and Ross, as we talked about, matched up earlier in the year, and Baden lost that game in overtime, 19, 20 to nineteen, when when they, uh, their extra point hit the upright. Uh, Baden's a uh, Kind of right at the ship, and they're up right now at the half, thirty-nine to seven. So, wow. uh, so they, they've kind of taken care of. Uh, I guess I didn't forget that. No, no. <laughs> we, should, we shall not forget. We just yeah. can't remember what we won't forget. Shamanad <laughs> yeah. uh, Julian is uh, on it right now with the number eight seed, uh, the Alter Knights. Nothing to nothing at the half. So, uh, two uh, GCL schools at it, huh? Yeah, at it right now, and uh, familiar with one another, and uh, not it at the half at this time. The only other score I have right now is uh, down in Kentucky, Ludlow over Bellevue, uh, seven to six. Looking for the Fairfield Hamilton score. Don't have that. Um, the war yeah. on Route Four, huh? Yeah, we have no- nothing in on that. Um, and uh, those are pretty much all the area action we'll be looking at. We um, don't have anything in from Indiana yet, but uh, internet moving a little bit slow tonight, and uh, with the cold weather, it's kind of hard to get things moving around sometimes. Uh, Highlands, uh, Connor is looking to, to recapture the, the lightning in a bottle. They're up 16-14 to 14 right now over Highlands. Uh, See if we got any other ones coming in here. Uh, Cooper, big over Covington Catholic. Is that right? 41 to nothing? That can't be right. No. That's got to be backwards. <laughs> yeah, because there was only one Cooper. Remember, they're looking for the 10 other guys. I, I just, that's what pulled up. Cooper, I, yeah, that's what it be. says right here. For, 41 to nothing. Cooper over to Cupcath at the half. Cannot be. Cannot uh, be. We'll have to check that out. So yeah. uh, we'll uh, check that score. Uh, and, uh, uh, of course, here, as we had said, the Elder Panthers up over Lakota West 28-3. Well, this is the Coldwell Banker West Shell halftime report. The Elder Band, of course, playing out. Uh, here, I think this is the song uh, okay. that I, I've been wanting. Well, here we go. We got the, the Hamilton uh, Hamilton over uh, Fairfield right now, thirteen to nothing or thirteen to nine at the half. So uh, Fairfield running back uh, it, it, uh, might, wow. might it, be an issue. It's uh, 
It's corroborated here, 41 to nothing. Cooper over Covington Catholic at the half. Uh, wow. That, that, that will be a game to watch in the second half. <laughs> that is wow. unbelievable. If that's, uh, I'm looking at it on, uh, yeah, we'll see here. Yeah, well, let me get to, let me get a few, a few more sources in on that yeah, one before we're we call that. that. That's got to be backwards. Well, we're going to take a timeout. Uh, it's the Colwell Becker West Show halftime report. We're, we'll do some more score researching here. Big games all over the state of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, and we'll try to get all the updates we can. Of course, we'll be out at La Rosa's on Budno. Hey, you're freezing here. Come on out to La Rosa's warm up with a nice hot slice of pizza and uh, good football talk. We'll see you out there after the game. We'll be right back in a little bit right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4, unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander, lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. I'm Father Tom McCarthy of St. Anne's Parish in Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. And we're back at a chilly pit here in the Elder Panthers over Lakota West right now at half, 28-3. And, Steve, you had a couple scores coming in from uh, the Indiana area, and I guess one of them we're looking at is East Central. And he's looking at looking Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, East Central uh, come into, it comes into the game undefeated tonight, and... Uh, my screen just went blank, but East Central is down seven and nothing near the half to uh, Mooresville uh, powerhouse from up near Indianapolis, uh, and uh, is uh, and uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers over Greensburg right now at the half, fourteen to nothing. So uh, Joe Harbin has confirmed that it's Cuffcath forty-one, Cooper nothing. Okay, okay. very good. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That, so, that, that, yeah. Thank you. Nothing, Nothing made sense, made with sense that. of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Joe Harbin listening uh, uh, at home. Johnny on the spot. Johnny on the spot. So, all right, guys, uh, this game 28-3. to oh, Let's go look at some of the stats here in the first half, Tom. Sure. Well, with a score 28-3 to in favor of the Elder Panthers, none of these statistics should surprise anyone. The total yards is a, a overwhelming favor of Elder, 227-72. to 
Uh, Elder has rushed the ball for 95 yards on 16 attempts, averaging just under six yards an attempt. Uh, and Lakota West rushing 70 yards on 16 attempts. So they only have two yards passing, does the uh, uh, Lakota West. And uh, the Elder Panthers have 98 yards through the air. Uh, Elder, uh, three rushing touchdowns, two by uh, uh, one by Cooper Johnson. And uh, uh, so far in the half, it's, it's pretty much all the Elder Panthers. All right. There's the first half stats. Steve, uh, we, we knew coming into this game that Lakota West had a young team. You have a freshman at quarterback. You don't see that too often. And, uh, you know, you can see the maturity differences between the two football teams. We talked about, uh, you know, turnovers. And I know uh, a week or two ago, or maybe a little bit before that, they, they changed offensive centers because they were having trouble with the, the, the exchange snap back and they, they run mainly out of a shotgun so that's you know kind of getting the ball back but first play from scrimmage uh, the, the, uh, it was a kind of a, a bad snap not a real bad snap but uh, ball was on the ground right away so a, a little bit of that a little bit of the decision making and unfortunately as we've seen over the years uh, a, a team like this that, that even if they're running the option out of a shotgun they don't pass the ball that much they don't pass the ball well um, uh, they don't pass the ball well um, it's very difficult for them to play from behind so and, and especially now with elder getting the ball first coming out you know elder can make a statement get that the, the running clock on and uh you know, we're going to be rushing our way down to La Rosa's if uh, things go. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a quick exit for us get, get at, get out there. Get that helicopter. Uh, Press Sports, <laughs> right, yeah. Sports 1 will have to take us down there. Yeah. Well, Tom, uh, uh, after last week's game, uh, Elder had a fine showing in the second half trying to get back into that game. Uh, a lot of effort, just not enough at the end. Uh, almost tied it up to go take the thing into overtime, but I, I think Doug's happy with the direction things are going here tonight. Absolutely, and you lo- I love the aggressiveness that they started the game with, uh, with the squib kick, and then, uh, you know, that ball's like a rock probably bouncing on the turf for this cold weather. Uh, the Elder Panthers get it, they drive down, they score, uh, and then from then on, uh, they pretty much had their way. The, 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 a lot of things that are encouraged to me. They're running the ball effectively, Matthew Luby, with the majority of those yards in the first half. Uh, and the line, offensive line for Elder, once again, doing yeoman's work, running the ball, and they're giving him enough time to, to uh, complete passes. And Joe Royer just with some great, outstanding catches and showing his athleticism uh, uh, in the first half. and Something that everybody's come to expect. You know, on a night like tonight, 29 degrees now. Uh, luckily, no wind. It's, it's uh, pretty calm. Uh, the, the flag is just not moving, and, and so luckily we don't have to deal with that. But uh, conditions aren't that bad. Right. But you know, your hands get cold. But I tell you, Luby uh, has really had some a good zip on the ball. He really has, and and the one the second touchdown right before the second touchdown, uh, he threw a bullet. Uh, to Drew Ramsey, and it was a spiral, and, and he caught it, and we were looking at each other like, boy, that was a great catch. So they're, they're, they're in sync. They're playing well. I think uh, they they want a lot to prove, and I think this is a good chip on their shoulder to have 
going into this game? Uh, just a few scoring updates before we uh, hit into halftime. A score we didn't have. Harrison uh, 17-6 to over Canal. Winchester may play the winner of the Turpin St. Francis to Sales game, which is knotted at the half at 7. LaSalle 42, Little Miami nothing. They play Xenia Walnut Ridge winner. Colerain 16-7 to now over Princeton at the half. Uh, Hamilton 13-9 to over Fairfield. Elder 28-3. to And uh, St. X uh, losing right now to the Mason Comets 20-13 to at the half. So those are all the Ohio scores that we're looking at. Division 3, Baden over uh, Ross 39-7. to And uh, Chaminade Julian and Alter are knotted at nothing. And we'll, we'll be getting scores from all over the state. All of them matter right now because pretty much you're, you're going uh, – uh, Every team in it now is a team potentially that the Panthers or whoever sure. is going to be yeah, facing down the road. So if you want to know who's winning between uh, Mentor and Co- Cleveland Heights, we got you. St. Ed's, uh, Medina, we got you. Canton, McKinley, Sullen, uh, Euclid, uh, Maslin, Jackson, we got, we're, we'll got. we have them all for you tonight. Yeah, this uh, field of 32 will be sliced in half uh, by tomorrow, so uh, it all matters. So, uh a lot of action here. A lot of football left to play. Elder 28-3 to here. Uh, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal will be calling all the second-half action, and we'll be shortly getting the bus and hopping out to La Rosa's uh, nice warm confines yeah. out there. Absolutely. And if you've, if you've been wanting to come out, this will probably be the last uh, – post-game show at La Rosa's for, for this year since uh, we're more than likely going to be far, far away from the west side next week, wherever we end up, uh, whether it be Mason or wherever. You don't know until uh, the OHSAA assigns the fields uh, in the next couple of days. But uh, we will, uh, if, if you've been saying, boy, I want to go out there and watch the post-game show and uh, sit around with yeah. a lot of purple Panther people and you haven't been able to do it, Now's the time to do it. We'd love to see you out there. And uh, I remember earlier in the year, uh, a guy that's first time out there, uh, he said, Boy, I thought you guys were younger. Oh, well, we only relative. Yeah. we've done it for thirty yeah, years, yeah. you know. So yeah. I started when I was twelve. So yeah, I'm not that. Yeah. I got the face of a twenty-year-old. I need to give it back because I'm wrinkling it. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have here. Stay tuned for Len Harvey and Phil Bengal right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Ford Way Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over thirty years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. When you're on an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice so demand jim collins auto body accidents happen and jim collins understands you want your vehicle back to 
pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, Altiora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to SacredHeartRadio.com and click Angels List. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at the pit at Elder High School. The Panthers have a 28-3 lead over Lakota West. They get touchdowns in the first half. Matthew Luby with a two-yard touchdown run with 8.38 left in the first quarter after an onside kick on the first drive. And they recovered it, went seven plays and 84 yards, uh, 48 yards rather. And the uh, Panthers get the touchdown, a two-yard touchdown run by Luby. Another touchdown by Matthew Luby, a five-yard touchdown run this time with 4.15 left in the first quarter, a 14-0 lead. And then it was Cooper Johnson to start the second quarter with 10.36 remaining. It was a 21-0 lead for Elder after the two-yard touchdown run by Johnson. Lakota West had a 31-yard field goal to make it 21-3 with a minute 16. And then with 10 seconds to go, a timeout by Lakota West, and uh, Elder wound up uh, going for one play, and they found... They found Evan Vollmer for 53 yards, a touchdown. Make it 28-3. It's been all Elder Panthers at the start of this. Luby, 6-10, 132 yards and a touchdown in the passing. He's 10 rushes, 69 yards, and two touchdowns to uh, give for the uh, rushing. And then in receiving, it's Evan Vollmer, two catches for 60 yards, including the 53-yard touchdown run. Uh, Mitch Bolden was one of three for two yards. Uh, Miller had five carries for 31 yards, and Kurt Reisenberg with uh, one reception for two yards. So 14 points for the Panthers in the first, 14 points for the Panthers in quarter number two, and it's a 28-3 lead, and it's a, a great game so far by the Elder Panthers. The winner of this game faces the winner over Mason and St. X. We get ready to start this second half, and the good news is the Panthers are going to have the football again to start the second half. Panthers wearing their full purple attire tonight. It's the purple pants, the the white stripe along the side. They've got the purple shirts, the white helmets, and the purple stripe. Meanwhile, the Lakota West Firebirds come in in their road white jerseys, the black pants. They've got a little red in there with the white helmets and the red Lakota. And the Firebirds in the back. And Lakota West and the Panthers. It's 28-3. We get ready to start the second half. Going from right to left, they will go. The Panthers will have will set up with Dieters and Ramsey back deep at around the 10-yard line. And getting ready to kick it off, it'll be Josh Lean for Lakota West. But 28-3 Panthers in this playoff game. 
Phil, just a great start, uh, 28-3 lead. You can't ask for better than that, but even getting the ball now to start the second half. Right, you jump out all over him. You run that onside kick at the start. You know, you just, everything's kind of coming up purple. It is, and we start off here, and the second half is underway. It's a short kick and a nice diving effort by number 40, and that is Zach Schlechter, who made a great play. Just to hold on to that football. Well, it's a good play, too, because you stop the ball from getting a little bit of a roll. So the Panthers end up with great field position here uh, on that to start their drive. So let's see if Felder's offense can pick up where they did last one on that Volmer one uh, throw. You know, Lakota West got going for a pick. Their safety's out of whack. You get one more touchdown on them. Lakota's really going to have to start changing some things. They'll go with two wide receivers. They have it at the 38-yard line. First and 10 for the Panthers to start this second half. Luby, shotgun, two wide to the right. Lining up now. The give is up the middle. It's to Catania, and he gets inside to around the 43 to the 44-yard line. A gain of about six on first down for the Panthers. You remember that last time out, Coach Ramsey really got on the offensive line, so look for them to be fired up here to start the second half and dominate. And I mean, they show that right there with a five-yard pickup on second down with Catania running the football. And I bet you Matthew Luby is not going to get hit again in this game like he had. There were two plays where he just was in mid-throw and just got lit up because of the fact that the line was missing a block and I know Coach Ramsey got on him, so let's see what happens. Second and five from the 43-yard line, 11.20 to go here in the second second half, the third quarter starting. And now looking, rolling, and then falling down is is uh, Ramsey, and he gets to the 40-yard line. So Ramsey fell down after the handoff from Luby. Yeah, a little indecision there between Luby and Ramsey getting rid of that football, whether Luby was going to give it up or keep it. You know, that indecision really caused Drew to have to redirect his field uh, a lot sooner than he wanted to. Third and eight from the 40-yard line for the Panthers. 10-50 remaining here in quarter number three. The Panthers with a 28-3 lead. This is the first possession of the second half. Two wide receivers to the left side, including Neiman. They line up with one to the right and Royer. Now Volmer to the right side. And they set up now with Luby. Backs up at his 31. Now steps up around the 35. Throws it. It's complete to Royer at the 50. He's outside looking. And inside the 45 to the 44-yard line of Lakota West is Joe Royer on that catch. And you're going to get a holding call on the Panthers here as that play was breaking down, you know, with a little bit of pressure. And Luby seemed like he had a great pocket. You're going to get a hold on the Panthers. He's going to pull this one back after Royer, you know, makes a good play downfield. But it's because Luby had all the time due to a hold. Well, thanks. Uh, just to reiterate up here uh, in the press box, a great job tonight by the staff and also some good food by the farm. We had some uh, some good chicken tonight, Phil. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The farm, you know, they do catering. You can, you know, give the farm a call over there in Delhi. Uh, they got their uh, smorgasbord buffet that they do, I think, on uh, Tuesdays as last time I went to one of them. Uh, and you get great food. You know, we've had banquets there. They've catered in banquets here for us at Elder. You know, we've had a good, long uh, uh, standing relationship with uh, the farm. And it's always, the food is never a letdown. New. Third down and 23. At the 25-yard line, 10-15 remaining. 
Two wide to the left side. Looking Luby, looking left, throwing. It's complete to Ramsey at the 25. He's at the 30. He gets to the 35 to the 36-yard line. A gain of 11 on that third down play. So it'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers, and they'll have to pump this one away. Yeah, you just kind of shake your head because you wanted to, to turn that offense possession into points, and it, it couldn't. They shot themselves in the foot. You know, had the bad handoff that caused them to uh, take a third and uh, five back to, uh, or a second and five to a third and eight. And you get the holding penalty backs you up and you barely get back to the line of scrimmage. So, Elder, not the way they want to start second half. But if you're Dakota West, this is exactly what you want to do. And now we got a bad snap. Bad snap. Dieters is going to get this and he's going to be tackled at the 24-yard line. So Lakota West will have their first possession in Elder territory at the 24-yard line. That's just a snap. It bounced around. In fact, Dieters tried to pick it up, you know, to make a play with it and just wasn't able to get his hands on it as he was getting underneath it. And by that time, Lakota West able to bring him down. So now Elder's defense got to come up big. You know, this is... Lakota West in the locker room talking about changing it on the Panthers. Get a stop. We talked about it against the yeah. South. If you're down, the first thing you got to do is get a stop, then you get a score, then you get another stop. So right now, you know, Lakota West trying to get back into this football game. First and 10 at the Elder Panther 24-yard line from right to left. They go. They line up with Miller in the backfield to the right side of Bolden. Three wide receivers to the left side. Uh, Vari goes to the right, and he gets the carry inside the 20. And he's down to the 16-yard line, a gain of eight for Vari. Panthers stretch the field defensively, but they're also stretching at a diagonal back. So, yeah, they kind of kept some contained, but they really were going backwards the whole whole time, not able to, to get a push. And, I mean, if that's the way you're going to do it and you're going to let him run like that, I mean, Afari coming into this game was 59 yards from a 1,000-yard season. So, I mean, he, he has some experience averaging about five yards a carry. So you can't give him that easy of a run. Second and two from the 17. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Bolden looks. He's got Miller in the backfield. The pitch to Miller to the right. Miller gets to the inside the 20 to the 16-yard line, a gain of about a yard. It's going to be short of a first down, though. It'll be third down and one coming up. Joey Stemmler, uh, one of the guys in on the tackle for the Panthers, a few other guys, but they got around the edge, and immediately I saw at least one guy take a dive. You know, trying to bring someone down by their legs. We already saw earlier, you're not going to bring Lakota West running backs down by just kind of hoping you bump on them and, and knock them back. Third down and one for Lakota West at the Elder Panther 15-yard line. 8-15 remaining in the third quarter. The Panthers with a 28-3 lead. While Lakota West is driving with two wide receivers to the right side. Bolden with Miller in the backfield to give to Miller. Miller to the right, steps inside the 15 to the 10. And he gets a first down, so it'll be first down, and they'll probably mark it right out, right around the 10. So it'll be first and goal for Lakota West. And Jonathan Path got through, looking like he was almost going to make a, a play on it, uh, but just got blocked immediately. So Lakota West gets a stop, and, and then they come right out here and, and put themselves into an, an, you know first and goal situation, just what you talk about in the locker room. You know, Tom Bolden talking to his guys, making adjustments. Game's not over. You know, Elder comes out off offensively and can't get anything going you know and i know the talk in the elder locker room wasn't hey we're good in this game this is good we're going to coast you know they really you have to be aggressive it'd be fantastic if panthers could hold them to another field goal here first and goal at the 10 yard line bowling shotgun he's got miller in the backfield lining up in the give to miller miller inside the 10 he's to the five he's to the two to the end zone touchdown lakota west a 10 yard touchdown run by miller and now it's 21 to 9 pending extra point 
as Miller gets that 10-yard touchdown. Horrible tackling by the Panthers. I mean, just guys bouncing off uh, of guys. I mean, they're just reaching and reaching and reaching. You're not, you're not going to tackle a high school running back by reaching. I mean, this isn't, you know, a uh, 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 lower division game. I mean, these are some big guys. And even last week, the Panthers tried to do it against Porter against LaSalle, and there was nothing there either. And the kick is up, right foot, and this one is good. So with 7.17 to go in the third quarter, it's Elder 28, and Lakota West 10 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth on a Friday night at the Pit Elder High School. It's Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and the Panthers with a 28-10 lead. But Lakota West scores after a, a bad snap on a punt. They recover the football at the Elder Panther 24-yard line. And then Aiden Miller gets a 10-yard touchdown run, and it's 28-10. Panthers have the lead. And now I would not be surprised if we'd see an onside kick here or possibly just a really just a squib kick. We'll see what they do here, but uh, Josh Lane will set up to kick. Ramsey and Dieters back at the 15-yard line. They don't expect him to kick it deep. 7-17 to go, third quarter. Panthers with a 28-10 lead, and this kick is going to go a little further than I thought it would, and it's going to be Dieters at the 21. He's across the 25 to the 30 and out to the 31-yard line before he is taken down there. And the tackle by number 29, Owen Haynes for Coleraine, uh, Lakota West. And now it's time. Uh, Elders offense just needs to put their foot back down. I mean, just put it down. You know, you, you come in here, you get a score. We, we jump all over you in the first half. You know, this is You're not making a comeback. This is the drive. You drive down the field, you score a touchdown, you put them back in their place or where they were sitting in the locker room at halftime. You don't get let them get some confidence coming back in here. So this, I mean, this is this has got to be personal for the guys up front. First and ten at the thirty-yard line for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the left side. Luby shotgun at the twenty-one, going to run it across the thirty. He's at the thirty-five. He's to the forty. He's at the forty-five. He's the fifty. Forty-five of, of Lakota West, where he finally is out of bounds, but. Matthew Luby starts the drive in good fashion and gets a big game. Great job. Elder really loaded up the line of scrimmage and just went running off of the right side and had some great blocks on the outside. Smart blocking downfield by Joe Royer. Uh, and Luby just continuing to work the sideline all the way down and making Lakota West defenders run him out. So Elder very quickly moves the football. But, I mean, this drive, like I said, it's, it's got to be a touchdown drive. I mean, this is, has to be go punch it in and just remind West who they're playing. Luby, 11 carries, 93 yards, and two touchdowns so far. He lines up as a wide receiver. It's Ramsey at quarterback this time. He lines up and gets it to the 45 and gets it to the 42-yard line, a gain of three for Drew Ramsey on that play. 
and just slow to develop. He's trying to follow Luke Kander a little bit. Gave West enough time uh, uh, to come up and, and make some plays uh, and fill in some holes. So Lakota West uh, did a good job. I think it was Noah Smith who actually came up and made the play for West, pushing Ramsey back. So hopefully Elder at this point, though, I mean, get Royer back involved in it. You know, Volmer had a great catch at the end of the second half. You know, just don't let West focus on the run. Second and seven from the 42-yard line of Lakota West. Two wide to the left side for Elder. Now they're going to go postal in motion. Larkin to the left side. It's a Cooper Johnson in the backfield. It's Luby rolling to the left. Throwing. He's got an open Royer. And it is complete at the 22-yard line. A first down for the Panthers. There Just you like go. That, yeah. you, know, you could have been offensive coordinator with that play. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, am, I am not an offense coordinator. But, you know, to, to, to that point, it, it's really, I mean, as you're up here calling plays, I mean, the coaches know, like, Let's stretch it out. I mean, once they do that, they, they start. That changes the way your linebackers play Luby. That changes the way they play Ramsey because now they know if they commit too much, that might leave somebody in single coverage on Royer or Volmer or Postal, and, and you're going to get some plays uh, downfield. First and 10 at the Lakota West 21-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right side. They've got Cooper Johnson in the backfield. Shotgun for Matthew Luby. And now the give to Cooper Johnson inside the 20 to the 15, about the 17-yard line. Didn't get much, but uh, almost broke it. He kind of stayed in there. Now we got a flag down. There's some extracurricular after, and I think that's going to go on Lakota West. Yeah, I didn't really see what was happening. More or less with with Cooper Johnson, he just was uh, you know stutter stepping in the backfield a little bit. Didn't get a huge gain. Took a again a while for the running plays, except for the draws, really to develop. So we'll see as they, they conference this in what they're going to wave on here. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili. Before or after the game, Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue, Denner, Glenway Avenue, across from Pep Boys. They don't have the ref's mic, do they? I thought they would with the TV, but they do not tonight. So David Jones gets called for the penalty on Lakota West. Kind of odd there, uh, dropping the numbers there. That's uh, something I haven't heard on the high school level. But then again, no, I don't uh, don't have spectrum, and so I'm not, I'm not watching a lot of games. First down and goal at the nine-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. Ramsey in at quarterback. Fake to, now it's going to be Ramsey going to keep it, and he gets to about the seven-yard line, a gain of two for Drew Ramsey as uh, Luby went in motion that time. Yeah, and right now I think when Ramsey gets back there, Lakota West knows here comes a run, here comes a run. But remember, Elder's got that wrinkle in their pocket. They've done it before where he's throwing the football. So, you know, Elder might not want to show that in, in this game. Uh, knowing that that would be on film for next week, probably try to hold on to that. But if it really came down to it, I mean, Drew can throw the football down the field too and make some plays if he, he can make the right read on it. Second down and goal. Ball spotted at the eight-yard line, 4:45 and counting for the Panthers. 28 to three. They uh, 28 to 10 rather. They have the lead. Three wide receivers to the left side. It's Luby with Johnson in the backfield. Luby's going to run it to the right side. Luby is tackled back at the 11-yard line. A tackle by number 33, Jackson Kuwach. 
That's a missed block on the outside by Elder. And, and they get that block. They get they they probably punch that thing in for six as Luby turns the corner. But good play by Lakota West coming up, getting her off that block. That's something though. I mean, your coach Ramsey, your third, you know, third and goal here. You're not you're not very happy. Third down and goal. The ball spotted at the 11-yard line for the Panthers. Four minutes and counting here in the third quarter. Panthers have a 28 to 10 lead. They line up now. They go. Ramsey is kind of in there along with Luby and Larkin to the right. Now Ramsey goes in motion to the left, looking left, throwing in the left end zone. Double teamed and intercepted in the back of the end zone. There is a flag down in the end zone, but it was intercepted by Lakota West. Let's see what they get here, Phil. Well, that's one. I mean, Matthew's got to look at Drew Ramsey in the first. Joe Royer's covered, and I, I think this is going to be on West, but I mean, Drew Ramsey's running a little route out to about the 10-yard line just past the hash, and he was actually open over the top. I mean, you throw that one quick, he probably gets in the end zone as he was in motion. But I think this one is going to go against West as Royer was really, you know, pressed hard as he got towards the goal line. So it'll be... It is on Lakota West. Okay, so it'll be third down and goal. They're going to spot it now about the six-yard line. So they moved up a little bit. Yeah, and then, too, what we just talked about there with Drew Ramsey, that's what Coach Ramsey talked to him about. It's like just, you've got to see that read. I mean, the Panthers benefit from, obviously, the, the pass interference, so it's not an interception, but that's not there. I mean, that's an intercepted football. Three wide left side. Luby, he's got Catania in the backfield to the right side. Now... We got another flag, and this is going to have some movement on Elder. So a little movement on Elder that will push it back five more yards. Tonight's game is brought to you by Hoding Realty. They're proud to bring you Elder Panther football the next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one. Call one of these Elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfes, Mike Rolfes, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtor all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding. H-O-E-T-I-N-G dot com. 3.40 to go here in the third quarter. Third down and goal. They spot it at the 10 now. Now looking, Lubian again, another flag down. This has just been another false start on the Panthers. So this has been interesting, Phil. We didn't see a lot of penalties the first half at all. And now on this drive, we see four. And you're also looking at these are all mental penalties. You know, I mean, this is this is mental errors here, uh, holding. You know, you're you're jumping off sides. You know, legal. You're moving. I mean, just just concentrate because now you're at a third and fifteen. Third down and goal. Ball, ball spotted at the fifteen yard line. They've got two wide to the left. Looking left is Luby. Now he looks right. Now he goes over the middle. It is thrown for Vollmer. Touchdown! Elder Panthers second touchdown of the game for Evan Vollmer. Another touchdown, and it's 34 to 10 pending. Man, he's done that before, too. Made those big catches with guys draped on him. That was a tough catch. Great football thrown by Matthew Luby. 
Uh, but Vollmer really makes the big part of that play. He's the one who actually comes up with it. As he's, he's just got a guy draped on him and able to come up with the ball. It doesn't get dislodged as he's coming down. So the Panthers are able to turn this drive into, into a touchdown, touchdown drive. That is a big play. Third down and goal with the 15, and they get that 15-yard touchdown to Vollmer. Big play. Thayman will look to hold this extra point with 3.34 left. And the kick is up by Harmeyer. It is up and good. So with 3.34 left in the third quarter of play, it's the Elder Panthers 35 and Lakota West 10. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. One Harvey, Phil Bengal. We're at the pit. It's a Friday night. And Evan Vollmer, two big touchdowns, one before the half ended, 53-yard catch. This time a third and goal at the 15, and he catches it for 15 yards. And, and, and I think, that, you know, the one of the half was a big catch. I mean, obviously, you get the, the odd timeout, gives Elder extra time. But this one's bigger because of what was going on. And you get you throw an interception, it gets gets called back because of a pass interference, so the Panthers get to move the ball up, but then they get them themselves backed all the way up to the 15, and it looks like you might be kicking a field goal, and then boom, Vollmer makes a big-time catch, and the Panthers get themselves back on the board. Three receptions for 75 yards and two touchdowns for Evan Vollmer. The Panthers have a 35-10 to lead. Back deep is Afari and Boyd. And now it's going to be a short kick. It's going to be taken and fumbled by Lakota West. Let's see if they recovered it at the 15-yard line. The Panthers are on top. Let's see who's underneath at the bottom. I think Lakota West got it back. Yeah, Lakota West fell on after, you know, the good old dog pile there that you know they get it but i mean he just kept bouncing around it was a you know again they're trying to run the the kicks where you're not going to get a return a little bit of a squib harmeyer you know doing a good job getting the ball putting it on the turf making you play the bounce he thought he had it off the initial bounce but just never brought it in and just kept going so the panthers able to pin him back on a 15 i mean this is fantastic now this way the defense three and out get a punt quarter in a strong fashion. Bolden goes on a first and 10 at the 15-yard line. Two wide to the right to the left side. It's a t- Fari, and he gets to the 10 and maybe to the 11. Uh, but that's about it, and they're going to lose a couple of yards on that pass play. That's Sanders. Hey, after the, the catch was there, he broke on it and came up to cause that. And a bunch of other guys helped clean it up. They gave it to the 13, so it's only a two-yard loss. One wide receiver. Bolden sets up a second down and 12. 2.58 remaining here in quarter number three. The Panthers, a 35-10 to 10 lead. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Bolden with Miller in the backfield, looking looking to throw. Throws it down the field. Afari, and it is incomplete. David Afari, had a, he had a step. Yeah, he had a step, but there's nothing there. Right, right now, I mean, it's a desperation, 35-10, to 10, looking for a flag on that one. I mean, there was nothing there. I mean, a ball, it, it 
it, it was in a good spot. I mean, he could have made a play on it. I don't think there was contact other than incidental contact The guys running down the sideline. 2.42 left in the third, and it's a third and 12 now. They mark it at the 13. They've got three wide receivers to the left side. Bowden's got Miller to his right, one wide to the right. Now looking left and rolling. Almost got sacked and throws it. It is incomplete as he, by everyone, including, looked like uh, Nick Seeger. Yeah, Nicholas Seeger actually was the one. Connor, Connor Keyes got back there, I think it was, uh, at first, unless that was Stemmar missed it. But it, it, nonetheless, Nicholas Seeger pursued a quarterback, jumped in the air, and got the tip on the ball, and that forces the punt. Fourth and 12 from the 13. You know, this is a big punt. I, we've seen they haven't been able to get much leg underneath it, so you got to think the Panthers going to end up with great. And back, uh, Dieters will be back uh, at his 45-yard line. Actually, Thayman, rather. Check that. Thayman back at his 45. The kick in the end zone. It's a line drive kick. It's going to bounce a couple of times at the 40, and letting it go out, out of bounds at around the 43-yard line. So the Panthers will have the football about their own forward line, pending where they mark this football. And the Panthers can get a sideline warning here because they're not staying back. So Jim Collins Autobody here in business, and they've achieved this milestone for providing reliable service you can trust. So try and enjoy. It's Jim Collins Autobody, a proud sponsor of Elder Football. Right now, Elder leading it 35-10. to 10. 229 left. In this third quarter, Panthers, uh, Evan Vollmer having a big game. He had a 53-yard touchdown and also a 15-yard touchdown to on the last drive. And he's got three catches, 75 yards, and two scores. They'll line up with two wide receivers to the right. They'll mark it at the 42-yard line. First and 10 for the Panthers at their own 42. It's Ramsey and... Luby and the give to Luby to the right. Luby's going to throw it to the right. Throws it to <laughs> Royer. It is incomplete. There is a flag down at around the 25-yard line. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I started laughing because the guy in coverage, uh, David David Jones, <laughs> he might as well have just tackled Royer. I mean, he had him locked up when he realized he was breaking away, and I mean, it was probably one of the easiest flags uh, to throw. I mean, it's it. Here, and here's what that tells me, Len. It's at that point. Elder's in their head. Elder goes and scores again here. I mean, this game's just going to gonna start ticking off pretty quick when we hit the running clock after that. But, I mean, right now, I mean, a defensive back from Dakota West sees 11, and then they start sweating. Oh, I don't blame you. I mean, he's he's been a, he's had a great year. But it's funny, you know, with him getting all the attention, Evan Vollmer's had a great year. Yeah, and Vollmer gets because he ends up with single coverage a lot of times. And then he makes some tough plays. That's the same with when Postal, you know, has a really good game. First and 10 at the 32 for the Panthers. They set up. It's Luby. They give to Catania to the left side inside the 30. And he gets to about the 28-yard line. A gain of about three, maybe four on that. The Panthers with the lead, 35-10 to 10, with 2.13 to go here in the third quarter. And so the Panthers, you know, as that clock continues to, to tick heading into the fourth quarter, the key, I think, here is if you can, get, you know, get some points on the board here before this quarter ends. Uh, and, and that's just because, you know, you've dominated since that first series where Lakota West really got after you. You've dominated since then. One wide to the right. Now they go with two wide to the right side. 
They line up with Postal to the right, and now Ramsey goes to the right. The pitch to Catania. He's inside the 30. He's to the 25, to the 23-yard line where he got out of bounds, a gain of six, and it'll be third down and a yard coming up for the Panthers. And Walters makes a tackle for West. Good job pursuing on that. He really didn't give a bad angle, took a great angle to the football, you know, able to bring down Catania and not let him turn the corner. So, hey, Walters, and that's sometimes tough with Catania when you're one-on-one with a runner. I mean, if they all of a sudden change speed, I mean, you really got to be good at, with your commitments. A minute and ten left in the third quarter. Royer lines up wide to the right. They go Luby in the backfield with Catania. And the give to Catania. He goes to about the close to the 20-yard line, about the 21-yard line, where we'll take it here with 50 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Portions of tonight's game brought to you by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Well, it'll be a fourth down and one. They mark it at the 23-yard line. The Panthers are going to go for it. Two wide receivers to the right side. Catania in the backfield. And now the give to Catania gets the first down and more inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. So the Panthers get the first down with 11 seconds to go in the third. And this has got to be at the point where your offensive line, as they move the sticks to roll the clock, Elder will probably take this through the fourth quarter. But your offensive line, if this is what you're going to do, you're going to run the ball, it's got to be total domination. And that will be the final play of the third quarter. The Panthers leading it big. They lead it 35-10. to 10. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Stick here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at UndergroundSportsShop.com or 513-751-1660. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal back at the pit on a Friday night, Elder High School, and it's all Elder. They lead it 35-10, to 10, getting ready to start the fourth quarter. Just wanted to update you on a, a score. St. X leading over Mason now, 27-20. to 20. They've come from behind in that game. Hey, and that's, you know, not surprising. I mean, I, I kind of felt that... Even though I'm seeing those score updates, they're just waiting for St. X to go. And we know when, when Elder played them. I mean, St. X is the second half. I mean, and they came, you know, guns a-blazing out there. And I think that's the type of team that they are. So right now, you know, the Panthers focused on winning this football game. And you'll see who you get, you know, after this. But you got one quarter to play here. And I think the Panthers are you know, going to punch this one in uh, and really turn this, turn this one on its head. Panthers will... Have a first down and 10 at the Lakota West 19-yard line. They're going to go from right to left for the second half. Right to left of your radio dial. In the fourth quarter, Panthers will line up with two wide receivers, and they'll set up 
as they continue to talk and waiting for the television timeout. For over 114 years, Red Wing Shoes, a company of Red Wing, Minnesota, have crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with the Red Wing Shoes Store Ultimate Fit Experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art Foot scanning, fitting, and products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of the five Cincinnati Red Wing locations, Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. First down and 10 at the 19-yard line. Luby gives to Catania, and nothing doing for him. He tried to get back to the line of scrimmage and did not. Probably lost a yard or two. And like I said, the thing that needs to happen here is Elder's offensive line, they have to dominate the rest of this game. I mean, there's no excuses. The, the, the guys that got there just on the roster, and when you look at it, James, Kandra, Berger, Beckenhop, Smith, you know, guys that got blocking. I mean, they got, you know, David Larkins comes in and blocks with them. I mean, they got the guys to get it done. They need to dominate on a consistent basis here in the playoffs, and, and what better time to work on that than right now when you're up 35 to 10. Second down and 11. The ball spotted at the 21. Two wide receivers to the right side. They go Volmer now to the right in motion. Luby with Catania to his right. The pitch, the fake, and now Luby's going to keep it himself. It's at the 10. He's to the 7-yard line. So just like that, 14 yards for Matthew Luby. Nice nice hole opened up by the offense. Uh, just uh, There's what we were talking about. Offensive line opens a great hole. Matthew Luby doing what he does, using his speed. So now they pick up a fresh set of downs, and we got uh, goal to go. They'll mark it at the 8-yard line, a first down and goal for the Panthers, leading it 35-10 to 10 with 10.50 to go here in the fourth quarter. Two wide to the right. They got Catania to his left in Luby. Shotgun snap, and now the give to Catania. Catania trying to get outside, but fumbles it. And now he's going to hold on to it at the 10-yard line and just fall on it. So a loss of two, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's one of I mean, just making mistakes. I mean, this half has been a half of mistakes. You got penalties uh, on the last one results in a touchdown. Here you got the ball on the turf on a simple run play uh, with, with nobody really touching you. Just updating some stats. Uh, Luby, 9 of 13, 179 yards and two touchdowns. On the ground, he's got 13 carries, 103 yards and two touchdowns. Vollmer, three catches, 75 yards and two touchdowns. They set up a second and 10 at the 10-yard line. Setting up one to the right side on this second and goal. Now rolling to the right gives it to Ramsey. Ramsey inside the 10 doesn't get much to the 7. And a gain of about three for Drew Ramsey on the pass completion by Luby. Yeah, and he gets them kind of back to where they were, gets them to about the 7-yard line uh, as they mark it. But, I mean, we saw last time on a difficult third down, third and 15, Volmer comes up with a big play. So, you know, Elder could easily get a big one here, make the play. They still got Sam Harmeyer, you know, if they want to get the kick in uh, as well. They get confidence in him from this range. But I, I think Elder can get this one here. I think, and if they do, it's uh, with 9.15 here in the fourth quarter. They're leading it 35-10. to 10. It's third down and goal at the seven. They've got Postal to the right, Royer to the left. Now they go even further. they got Ramsey and Vollmer to the left side. So four wide, looking Luby, looking left, throwing in the left side. It's complete about the one-yard line of Vollmer. So it'll be fourth down and goal right around the one. And that ball was tipped. So Volmer really had to sit on it like he was waiting for a pop fly. 
you know, just kind of holding. And that's the thing. Nobody else made a move on it. He did a good job of holding off his defender uh, and making the play. So the Panthers fourth and one. And we've got 8.30 left here in the fourth quarter. Just and it's, it's broken record. You got the guys if you can't pick this up in the playoffs. They're going to line up with Luby, shotgun. They've got Catania to the left, two wide receivers to the right. And now the give to Catania in the end zone for the touchdown. Just as you mentioned it, Phil, Joseph Catania with a touchdown, and the Panthers lead it 41-10 to 10 pending. Yeah, and you love seeing a little bit extra there at the end. You can see the frustration from the other side, and that's, that's what we call dominating up front. That's what you need. And like I said, Got to hang your hat on that in the playoffs because there are going to be some games where there's going to be some weather conditions that are probably not going to be the best. You're going to have to be able to outrun the other team. It's going to come down to just just some grit up front. And I think the Panthers just showed that there on that that one-yard gain and and throughout this game. And now the snap and the hold by Thamen. The kick by Harmeyer is up and good. So with 8-14 left in the fourth quarter, it's the Panthers 42 and Lakota West 10 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. One Harvey, Phil Bengal at the pit. It's Friday night, and the Panthers have the lead, 42 to 10 over Lakota West. Uh, it's been a, a, it's been all elder pretty much from the start. They they led it uh, on the first drive after the onside kick. They scored a touchdown to make it seven nothing, and at the end of the first half, it was a 53-yard touchdown catch by Vollmer to make it 28 to three, and it's been all elder ever since. Lakota West did get a touchdown. On a 10-yard on a touchdown run by Miller, but that's really been it. It's been all elder ever since. Volmer has two catches for touchdowns, uh, and Luby's got two runs for touchdowns. Catania, a touchdown run. Also, Cooper Johnson had a touchdown run, but all elder. And now the Panthers will look to kick this one off. Harmeyer at his 40-yard line. And this one's going to be a, it's going to be Thamen's going to kick it short. And it's at the 39 yard line is where Lakota West will get it. But we've got a false start, I think. No, oh. we, we got a running oh. clock. Oh, that's it. It's I you, we're in running I, clock mode. I saw the <laughs> a running clock mode. That is correct here at the, in this fourth quarter. But uh, good news is live to play another day. The winner of the St. X Mason game right now, St. X was winning at last check 27 yeah. to 20. And the thing is, is that, you know, you look at scores and all those different things, but you just got to take care of yours every every week. You know, I mean, obviously, what happened to X at the start of that game could easily be what happens to Elder in a game. So, you know, you just got to take care of yours and worry about the next round when it gets here. Set up now, looking to throw the football. Setting up throw, and it's Bowden, and he's going to be running to the 45, and he's out to the 49-yard line. Got away from a bunch of people, got nine yards out of that. Don't ask me how. Yeah, I think Stemler tried to get up and jump as he looked like he was going to. They were, they were really looking to stretch the field because obviously, you know, Tom Bolden knows right now. It's like they got to get some points on the board if they can, and they're going to really try 
to do that to the best of their ability. So Elder did a good job pressuring uh, Bolden back there. But the defense, you know, can't can't give up a quick score. Four wide receivers, three to the right, one to the left for Bolden, a second and one at the 49, looking to throw. Steps up, throws it left side, and throws it to nobody. About 15 yards behind. A little uh, mis- miscommunication there. Uh, wide receiver Caleb Rayo was nowhere to be seen. So Elder's defense, really, I mean, you know, I mean, the defense coaches up here in a booth, I mean, sideline, they know they're going to try to throw the football. So Elder's going to have some coverage, limited rush to make sure they're dropping guys and not picking up. I mean, it is a third and short, so, I mean, you still got to keep that, keep honest on that. Six and a half left in the fourth. Third and one from the 49-yard line for Bowden. One wide receiver. Now he gives it to Miller. Miller's going to get the first down. And he gets to the 45 and gets to around the 40-yard line where he gets out of bounds there. But a first down for Lakota West. Tonight's game brought to you by Dr. Ken Shore from Shore Optical. Make your world look a whole lot more in focus. Good eyesight is a key to success in schools, work, or sports. If you think your vision is not what it should be, then let 1979 Elder Grad Dr. Ken Shore give you a complete eye examination. That's Shore Optical at 451-0010. First and 10 at the 43 for Lakota West. They line up with one wide receiver to the left. They go in motion now. And now the fake, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. And Bowden gets to the 40-yard line, maybe the 39 of Elder. He was uh, tackled by Ben Ott. Yeah, Ben Ott was the guy who ended up getting on him. He kind of, again, not really wrapping up, driving your feet. Uh, But still, I mean, nonetheless, he makes the tackle, gets the stop. But Bolden there, I don't know if that was a designed run or if he wanted to throw the ball downfield. Elder's done a pretty good job. Second and seven from the 40 for Bolden. Looking, throwing. It's complete off to the side for Afari. And Afari gets out of bounds at around the 30-yard line. So a first down with 5.07 to play. Here in the fourth, the Panthers have the lead, 42-10. to 10. First down, and they'll mark it at the 30-yard line for Lakota West. Two wide receivers to the right. Miller in the backfield along with Bowden. And now Bowden looks to throw. Rolls to his right. Still rolling with the football. And now he's going to keep it inside the 30 to the 27 to the 26. Nick Seeger and company on the tackle. Look like uh, they got a little more there. But they'll mark it at around, right around the 26-yard line. Yeah, and as you know, the Panthers are just doing a good job dropping in coverage right now. That's making Bolden have to run. Second and six from the 26 with 4:10 to play in the fourth. Panthers with the 42-10 lead, and now throwing it down the field, and it is incomplete in the right side of the end zone. It was intended for Xander Nitz, but incomplete. Yeah, and that ball looked like it was really right there in his hands. I thought that was going to be an easy touchdown catch. Well-thrown ball uh, by Mitch Bolden. I mean, he got it over his shoulder. He kind of put it into you know a nice little box for him to go make a play and just not able to make that catch. Yeah, Bolden uh, is only 3 of 8 for 10 yards in the passing game. Miller leads uh, Lakota West with 9 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. Third and six from the 26. Bowden sets up, rolls to his left, throws over the middle. It is incomplete. Intended for number two, Alex Afari. 
They took a big shot, you know, there on uh, defense. I think it was Jonathan Paff got back in there. But so, you know, a couple of guys getting in, making some plays. But as that clock, that running clock, man, we, we talked about that before when it's happened. That thing starts ticking quick. We're down to three. Three minutes and counting. It's a fourth down and six at the 26-yard line for Lakota West. Three wide receivers to the left side. Panthers have a 42-10 to 10 lead. Bowden, quarterback. He's got Miller to his right. And now looking left, throws it. Avari, complete to the 25, to the 20. And he's out at about the 13-yard line. So a first down for Lakota West. Tonight's game brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet. They've opened the Tri-State's newest and largely pre-owned car superstore, selling all makes, all models, from their family to yours for life. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxon at Kelsey Chevrolet. Kelsey pre-owned vehicles at Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. First and 10 at the 14. And the throw by Bolden is complete to Afari at the 15-yard line. Down to about the 13. And let's see where they finally mark it. But two minutes and 10 seconds remaining. In this fourth quarter, the Panthers with a 42-10 lead. They'll mark it second and eight from the 12. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Shotgun snap for Bolden. Looking right, throwing to the right corner of the end zone. It is complete. Touchdown, right side, touchdown, Caleb Rayo. Another good, another well-thrown football. I mean, he puts it in a spot that he doesn't make that catch. It goes into the tunnel. And, and just a, a good job. I mean, a hard one to cover when that ball is thrown so perfectly. So Bolden gets his first touchdown pass to Rayo. A 12-yard touchdown. And right now it's 42-16, to 16, penning this extra point with a minute 50 to go. And Lane will look to add this extra point. There's the snap, and there's the kick. It is up, and it is good. So with a minute 50 to go, it is Elder 42, and Lakota West 17 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We're at the pit at Elder High School. It's been all Elder, but uh, Lakota West just got a touchdown, a 12-yard touchdown. Rayo in the right corner of the end zone from Bowden, and it is 42-17. The Elder Panthers with the lead. Only a minute 50 remaining in this fourth quarter. The winner of this game faces the winner of St. X and Mason, and Elder will be facing that winner next week. Leading this game by 25. As Lakota West will look to try to kick this one. Just short, little onside kick attempt. And it's Sparnell. Well, it's picked up, fumbled, and picked up by Dieters. And it looks like Elder will have the football at about the 47-yard line is where they'll have it, and that should pretty much do it, Phil. Yeah, that'll do it for this one here. I mean, they get the quick touchdown. No longer a running clock situation, but Elder should be able to dominate the front and just run this clock out. And thanks to uh, Schmidt Heating and Cooling tonight for preventative maintenance to major repairs to your heating and cooling system. You want someone you can trust? 
for Smith Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. They'll give you the straight answers. What you're looking for with your system, Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. The Panthers have it first and 10 at the 48-yard line. They go two wide receivers. We've got a flag down. And it's a false start again on the Panthers. That's about the third false start for the Panthers tonight. And you can't have those at this point. I mean, you just just right now, you know, got got to get. This is when you need to be sharp. You need to be sharp. You run this morning minute forty eight off the clock. First and ten at the forty eight for the Panthers. They go, Luby. Now the give to off to the middle uh, around the 45 yard line and not much doing there I thought it was Cooper Johnson actually that was uh, number Brian Weber getting the carry for the Panthers yes elders made made substitutions on the offensive line you know made substitutions JT uh, Miller's, JT in. Miller's in a quarterback trying to sub some guys here is that and they can work the clock with a minute 20 to go the Panthers have the football second and 14 at the 44 yard line J.T. Miller at quarterback. Three wide receivers to the left side. None to the right. They set up Nathan Evans as the slot. Miller get a little bit uh, confusion and carries it. And he's going to be sacked back at the 38-yard line. So another loss on the play for the Panthers is Miller. That was kind of a confused play. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when, you know, uh, I mean, Lakota West still trying to push here. I mean, a starting defense in, and you got guys change, which is fully expected. I mean, that's, that's not like a bad move on Lakota West part or anything, but it, it is hard when you've been standing on the sideline in a cold game, and you all of a sudden get against, you know, guys who have been going and staying warm all game, and, and kind of, so it's difficult for those sub, substitute offense alignment up front. 20 seconds, probably the last play of the game. JT Miller with a third and 19 at the 39. And Miller gives it up the middle. Across again is Brian Weber, and Weber gets to midfield, and that will do it. The Elder Panthers are going to go on to week number two of the postseason. They'll face the winner of St. X and Mason next week, so the season will continue. The Panthers win this one. 2-17. to We'll come back with the Cooper Electric start on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can match safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and you're first correct contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. At Coldwell Banker West Shell, they've planned to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. 
sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from all family to yours. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. This is Father Rob Jack. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, the Cooper Electric star of the game. Now, Phil, we could have went a lot of ways on this. It could be it could be permanently Matthew Luby because every week he is pretty much the star of the game. But two key plays in this game, and one of which was the big before the end of the half, the 53-yard touchdown catch by Evan Vollmer, and then later on another another big catch uh, and a and a touchdown. So two touchdown catches for Vollmer, a 15-yard touchdown. So uh, Vollmer gets the Cooper Electric star of the game. Yeah, Evan Vollmer had a great year and not done yet, not done at all. And I'll tell you what, he did a fantastic job. The catch before the end of the half was just pure concentration, making a catch and then getting downfield and scoring, and then still makes the other huge catch right in the middle of the end zone, again, in traffic with a guy on him. So he does a fantastic job of making a big play. So Evan Vollmer, I mean, the whole elder offense, whole elder offense has been doing great. Elder's defense played great tonight. Now you move on, go play the St. X Bombers. Uh, I'm sure that game, game is probably going to end up being at Mason. So uh, we'll go from there and uh, – We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, Vollmer, four catches, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. One thing I wanted to bring up, Phil, just from the start, you could tell Elder was ready for this game. The onside kick on the first play of the game, and then they recovered. They went down and scored. It just it seemed like any time, even the play before the half, that that Coach you know Ramsey was going for the jugular tonight. Yeah, Elder was ready to go. Elder wanted to take care of business early, get off on a good foot, not like last week. And now you've moved on. And but the thing is, with the playoffs, nobody cares what you did this week because no. now you got to do it all again. I that's mean, that's right. the thing. Nobody cares. Everybody's 0-0 next week, right? St. X doesn't care what you did. Doesn't matter that St. X didn't get off to a great start against Mason. Guess what? It's Elder versus St. X, and we all know the old cliches with that one. Throw the records yeah. out the window, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be a barn burner. Get your tickets. Don't complain. That game will not be at the University of Cincinnati. It's not going to be there, so don't uh, get all riled up about that. Just buy your tickets and get to the game wherever it's at. That's exactly right, and we don't know. Right now, the last check of the score, St. X was leading at 27-20. to 20. Well, 41, oh. 41 to 20. Oh. It's over. Oh, so, St. X, okay. X has got it. Okay, so 41-20 to 20 St. X on that. So next week it will be uh, just running down some stats. Uh, Matthew Luby, 11 uh 
for 15 with 188 yards in passing, two touchdowns, and then on the ground, 13 carries, 103 yards and two touchdowns. Of course, Matthew Libby, a star every game, uh, but but uh, tonight's uh, Cooper Electric star of the game is Evan Vollmer, and tonight the Elder Panthers defeat Lakota West 42-17. to Any final thoughts uh, on this? We're going to just leave for the the guys later as they'll have their uh, opportunity. So thanks to Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kennedy, to Kevin Espelich for joining us, the athletic director of Elder High School, joining us tonight. To Kevin Kennedy back at the studios. Kevin Kennedy uh, back at the studios. And thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, the Elder Panthers 42, Lakota West 17. Next week, it's on to week two of the playoffs with a 7 p.m. kickoff against St. X with a field to be determined. For Phil Bengel, I'm Lynn Harvey. So long from the pits. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night Special Playoff Edition from La Rosa's on Boudinot with Steve, Tom, Mark, and everybody out there, including Joe Harbin. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. 271-5000. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosard Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili locations, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.
I'm Deacon Bob Fay. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Sacred Heart Radio. It's time. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night. Brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. And now for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores. Let's go live to the La Rosa's Pizza on Budino Avenue in Western Hills. Here is Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. All right, here we go. We are coming to you live from La Rosa's on Budino. Uh, there we go. Got my volume up there. And, uh, Big win tonight for the Elder Panthers, knocking off uh, GMC uh, School, Lakota West, 42-17. to And, guys, uh, looks like, uh, as, as Phil mentioned, uh, the Bombers were up big over uh, uh, Mason, 41-20. to It was something of that. I don't have a final on that one, but it looks like uh, for sure uh, next week we'll find out where. The, but the Panthers will do a rematch against the St. X Bombers. Of course, Elder won round one, and it's always uh, a challenge to do round two. But this is a whole different ball game, Tom, that we're now in the playoffs. It really is, Mark. And uh, two, three, four, five. In week six, uh, Elder went out to St. X and uh, beat the Bombers 31-28. to So that's going to be a good rematch for both the Panthers and the Bombers. And if I had to take a wild guess... I'm guessing that the game might be played at Mason High School next week. What do you think? <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's probably a safe bet. I think so. Oh, Steve. I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, the wind tunnel. For, yeah, it's a, it's a wind tunnel. It's a distance. Um, it's yeah. just, just, uh, just taking I mean, a wild guess. But, to, but tonight, guys, it seemed like the Panthers came out with a, a lot more pep in their step than they did last week uh, against LaSalle. Uh Doug with the great call, uh, the onside kick to, to kick off the game, if you will. Elder recovers, drives down, and uh, goes forward on fourth and goal for the first touchdown by Matthew Luby, and it was off to the races for the Elder Panthers. Uh, they they forced, uh, I guess, Lakota West into what they do is running the ball, and Lakota West doesn't throw the ball in the first half stats. I think they had. 70 yards total did Lakota West, 70, 72 yards. 70 of those were rushing and two passing. So with El, when Elder got the big lead, as long as Elder didn't turn the ball over, it was pretty much uh, pretty much in Elder's control, whatever they wanted to do the rest of the way. 42-17 to 17 is a great, a great score, and uh, Elder did everything they needed to do tonight, uh, you know, to, to come out with a victory. And uh, it's good to see. Uh, especially after last week, uh, Matthew Luby tonight, he was uh, passing 11 for 15 for 188 yards and two touchdowns. Running the ball, he was 13 carries for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Joseph Catania, uh, 10 rushes for 26 yards and a score. Uh, Drew Ramsey, four touches for 11 yards. Uh, Brian Weber, two rushes for eight yards. Cooper Johnson, four carries for seven yards. And uh, on the receiving end, uh, Len and Phil gave the MVP, deservedly so, to Evan Vollmer. Uh, he had four receptions for 81 yards and two touchdowns, and it was basically the backbreaker as time expired in the first half when he got behind the secondary. 
uh, of Lakota West. Uh, Drew Ramsey, four receptions for 41 yards. Joe Royer is just outstanding and gets better each and every week if that's possible. He had two receptions for 54 yards, and Scott Neiman, one reception for 12 yards. So all in all, uh, the Elder Panthers did exactly what they needed to do. Uh, they stymied Lakota West at every every avenue and was in control the entirety of the game. Steve, uh, I, I got a, not a final, but it sounds like uh, things are getting tight out at Harrison. Let me get this. Uh, I, I have 24-18. Yeah, with minutes left to go. I, uh, don't, I don't know how, how close that is. Yeah, to... that is right. Three minutes, two, two minutes left in the game. Okay. So uh, close game out, Canal, Winchester, and Harrison uh, out there. We'll get that final to you. But I just wanted to, my my son-in-law is at that game. Uh, he's a paramedic uh, out in Harrison. So Tell him to get that to us as soon as he can. I, I told him I keep them them scores are coming. Uh, we have scores from all over the the state who will be following. And, uh, we'll, you know, I think we got all the scores we need in, in the region uh uh, for Division One, uh, Steve, do you want to get folks I, I caught up with I that? I don't have a Corain Princeton final. No, I can, can, I would. Uh, I do now. It's thirty to seven, Corain, so, and uh, it was forty-one twenty, Saint X over Mason. Correct. Last I heard, but I didn't get that confirmed as a final. So it looks like uh, Fairfield in Corain will be matching up again next week and uh, where that game will be played. Possibly that one might be at uh, St. X, perhaps. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's start it up. I hear Steve Geis going. We can yeah. do uh, Division One, Region 4. Um, we're going to call it St. X 41, Mason 20, and uh, their St. X's reward and Elder's reward is a rematch of a game played earlier in the season that uh, Elder uh, won the contest. Elder wins 42 to 17 over Lakota West, so uh, they uh, match up somewhere at a location to be determined. It's Fairfield 37, Hamilton 13. Fairfield goes to 10 and 1 on the season and keeps on rolling. Their only loss to their next opponent, the Coleraine Cardinals, who won tonight 30 to 7 over the Princeton Vikings. Division 2 Region 8 action. LaSalle all over the 8 seed Little Miami 42 to nothing and they will play Walnut Ridge who won tonight 28 to 7 over Xenia. So the 5 seed Walnut Ridge uh, will play the LaSalle Lancers next week at a location to be determined. Turpin comes into the game tonight 10 and 0 uh, and uh, just beating up on everybody lose tonight to St. Francis to Sales 27 to 13. St. Francis to Sales will play the winner of the Harrison Canal Winchester game. Harrison right now six points ahead, 24 to 18, with two minutes to go in that game. Division three, Region 12 action. Chaminade Julianne loses to Alter tonight, 10 to seven. So Alter advancing to play Baden. Baden avenging a, a, an early season loss to Ross. They lost 20 to 19 early in the season in overtime when the, the Baden kicker hit the upright and uh, missed an extra point. 
to send it to the second overtime. They lost that game 20 to 19. They rectified the situation and won 20 or 146 to 14 tonight. So uh, they were the Ross Rams tonight, winning 46 to 14. And in another Division three action, St. Mary's Memorial wins 14 to 10 over Franklin, and they advance to play the winner of the Wapakoneta Trotwood Madison game. We don't have that game, uh, final for you yet. And up in the Division One, Region One action, Mentor all over Cleveland Heights, 48 to seven, and uh, those are all the scores we have right now. And uh, we'll, we'll be looking at Indiana and uh, Kentucky finals uh, as the program progresses. And Steve, I got you uh, one. Uh little bit of a bracket filled in here. I'll pass this over to you up in uh, Region 1 of Division 1. Uh, here's uh, two matchups. I got Kent McKinley sure. with a, a uh, 29-25. Kent, okay, so McKinley advances. They, who they beat now? Uh, Solon. Okay. Solon. Solon, uh, yeah. So, uh, and they'll the, be... Ken McKinley was the four seed. They, they move on, and they will play Mentor. Mentor, the odds-on favorite to win the state title this year. Um, so uh, McKinley will have a, a, a long day next week uh, as, as uh, Mentor looks to be, the, as I read things, the, the team to be beaten in the state of Ohio. It's 9:33 in the East here, and uh, we got scores from all over the state. And uh, just a lot of these games are just being reported, and scores are coming in. So we'll be trying to catch everybody up from all over the state as uh, we uh, cover all of the. It's like election night returns here. Uh, not all the districts are reporting at this time. This is when we need Joe Harbin here. That yeah. guy can get scores. He can get them. Uh, Joe, that's an all alert. You get scores, you send them our way. All right, we're going to take a timeout, regroup, and uh, once again, big win tonight for the Elder Panthers, uh, 42-17 to over Lakota West. And, of course, they will be playing Mason next week. Or, excuse me, St. X, is, St. X knocked off Mason 41-20. to And so, big matchup. St. X and oh. Elder next week. Give me that when it's done. Speculating possibly at Mason High School. That's what I was trying to say. So we're going to take a timeout, and when we come back, we'll regroup here, do some more scores, and talk about the big win tonight out at Elder. Well, you're listening to Prep Sports Radio Game Night, coming to you live from La Rosa on Boot. No, we'd like to see you out here, right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. 
We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. This is Father Benedict Kensler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Boutneau Avenue. And here we are, back at La Rosa's on Boutneau. Everybody in here warming up. Uh, Not a final. Nice, uh, chilly night out at the pit tonight. Big win. Elder knocks off Lakota West 42-17. to And Tom, a little gutsy move by Doug Ramsey right out of the chute to do a little onside uh, squib kick type of thing. And uh, it works. It's a gamble. Uh, if, if it doesn't pay off, they, they are midfield and ready to go. Uh, and it pays off, and they run in and get that score early, putting the foot on the pedal. It really, it really did. And, you know, listening to uh, his pregame interview with Len, Harvey, it, it didn't surprise me in a way after he, he made the call to do it uh, because he was lamenting the fact a little bit that last week's game at LaSalle, uh, the special teams kind of uh, didn't have their best game, and I think he was uh, wanting to come out and prove not only to the players but to the elder nation that uh, they, they needed a kickstart early, and it was a, it was a gamble. But he thought it was a it was a wise gamble, and it, like you said, it definitely did pay off. And what it did, I think, more, more importantly, is is it put um, uh, Lakota West a little bit on the defense, uh, knowing that uh, Mitch uh, Mitch Bolden, the coach's son, is a 14, 15-year-old freshman quarterback uh, coming into a, an atmosphere like a small college, coming to play at the pit. Uh, I think Doug gambled a little bit that. It'd be nice to put a little bit of pressure on that quarterback, knowing that they're already down seven to nothing. So it was just an overall good gamble. It paid off for the Elder Panthers, and from there it was just all downhill. They uh, seemed to do. Elder's offense seemed to uh, play whatever they needed to play, and it worked. And for the most part, it's a pretty clean game on both sides of the ball. There weren't a whole lot of penalties. And because of that, it was just exactly what the doctor ordered for the Elder Panthers. Uh, it's a game, and the score showed uh, 42 to 17 was the final. And that's exactly the kind of score that you want to have going into the semifinals 
of Division One Region Four. So it should be a good game next week. Uh, it's a rematch against the uh, St. X Bombers. Uh, Elder in Week Six went out to Balaban Stadium and beat the uh, uh, Bombers 31 to 28. And that game really wasn't as close as the final score showed. If I recall, Elder was up. Uh, 20, I think it was 24 to 7 late, uh, and probably went into a little bit of prevent defense, uh, but they were in control of that game against St. X. So, once again, two GCO powers going against each other in the semifinals of Division One Region 4, and we've seen this before, we've seen it many years, and they're going to uh, play in the semifinals against the other semifinal game where it's the Coleraine Cardinals uh, going against the Fairfield Indians in. Uh, Fairfield's only loss this season was to Coleraine, and Coleraine's only loss this year was to St. X. So that should be you know, well the semifinal games, and I guess the only thing that's in dispute right now is waiting on the OHSA to say to tell us where those games are going to be played next Friday. Yeah, and, and Tom, the intangibles when you look at another matchup of Elder and St. X is at this time of the year, weather uh, conditions. I I know I've, I've kind of long-term forecast. It looks like cold is moving in. We're, we're yeah. going to be in a long-term cold spell. Like 20 degrees below normal colder. Yeah. yeah. So uh, both Elder and uh, St. X do a lot of throwing, and uh, Elder has a lot of weapons, and St. X has a lot of weapons. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what kind of weather conditions. And we're talking about it. As far as if, if there's bad weather anywhere in, in the tri-state area, it, you're going to find it when you're at Mason High School. <laughs> you it's, are. It's a wind tunnel. And, it, and, is. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, it, it, it kind seems, of yeah, it limits, it limits the passing for sure, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does. So it'll be interesting to put all those parameters in. But, yeah, gosh, if, if you were trying to write up a script of a, an exciting playoff game matchup, St. X, Elder, oh. uh for the semifinal, yeah, uh, what a matchup! Yeah, and Elder of St. X are probably thinking, "Oh, geez, it would be nice to wait another week to play them." But you know, you play who you're supposed to play, and uh, whoever's up next on the schedule. And, and it just so happens that you know, for the Elder Panthers, it is St. X. But there's something about this this Elder team, guys, that uh, and it, it has to do with the offensive line. Uh, you know, you just go across that line, and and they're studs, they're steady. And when the weather gets bad, as Phil said many times, and especially a couple times tonight on the broadcast, you know, this is the playoffs, and if you need a, a yard for a first down, if you need seven yards for a first down, uh, you want to go behind, you know, Kander of Jacobs and see what, and just take your chances because those guys are studs. One's going to Louisville, Kander is, and Jacobs is going to Ohio State. So uh, you take your chances, but with the weather potentially getting bad, uh, you, you need a running game, and, and Elder definitely has a running game with Matthew Luby and Joseph Catania, as well as Cooper Johnson. So those three-headed monster, uh, and throwing Drew Ramsey too. I mean, any any of those four uh, can break open a game at any time. Cold night tonight at the pit, but luckily it was a calm night, no wind, and I think we were blessed. Uh, we got there and we got to watch the sunset. Tom, I, I got a couple of good pictures. You got a good picture. We got them on. If you want to see the pit and a beautiful sunset, but the one that uh, kind of 
it really moved me was we were, I was walking down uh, as we were getting ready to do the pregame show. Uh, I looked up into the sky, and there is this uh, perfect cross in, in this cloud formation just Man. lighting up. And I posted that, and I hats off to Sandy Schroer, who uh, posted, uh, hey there, Dominic Bonavita. It was a great post, and yeah. uh, Dominic. Better comment. Yeah, better comment. I just, you know, put that, that if, if you want to see it, get on uh, Facebook and go Prep Sports Radio uh, Network Facebook page uh, yeah. and, you know, like our page, and that way we can tell you what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, and so forth like that. But we had some great pit shots tonight. Uh, the sunset was it's a beautiful night. A uh, little chilly, no yeah, doubt about it, no but doubt. that's what you, you want to be playing when it's chilly. That means you're, you're advancing on, and, and that's what we're doing. So yeah. uh, I'm going to look. Uh, Steve, Steve's been writing and looking, and uh, Wally Welch is helping with the scores, and, and uh, we got the whole crew in here uh, trying to get scores in here, Steve. I don't know. Are you ready to do any more updates? Uh, I, can, I can give you... Uh, the entire Cincinnati area, most of northern Kentucky right now. Did you get that Harrison final? I, I did it, get the Harrison okay. final. Yeah, I did get it. So uh, let's start with uh, Steve Geis coming out. Yeah, of, he's uh, uh, put, setting down the cannolis. And, yeah, uh, he, he's coming around the corner now. He's got a little bit of a minestrone soup on his tie there. but uh, Okay, well, let's start uh, <laughs> Division One, Region 4, St. Xavier Bombers. Hosted the Mason Comets tonight. They win big 48 to 20 final on that. And on that game, Mason really Mason came pressured out, them hard. Mason came out strong, and St. X found its feet at home uh, and, uh, and got, got the win there. The number two seed, Fairfield, advances tonight. They hosted Hamilton, uh, and they win tonight 37 to 13. The number three seed in the region, Colerain Cardinals, they win tonight 30-7 to over the Princeton Vikings. And Colerain will, uh, will face off against uh, Fairfield next week, a rematch of last week's game that, that Colerain won in overtime 16-10. to So a, 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 re, a GMC rematch there, the Colerain Cardinals and the, the Fairfield uh, Indians uh, matching in, in that game location to be determined next Friday night. The number four seed, the Elder Panthers, win tonight 42-17. to They advance to face the number one seed, the St. X Bombers. Again, a, a, a rematch of, uh, of earlier in the season, the game that, that Elder won. And um, interesting that the lower seeds, uh, Elder and Colerain, both beat the, the, the higher seeds, St. X and Fairfield, in the games that will be rematched next week in Division One, Region 4. Division Two, Region 8, LaSalle Lancers, the number one seed all over Little Miami, 42 to nothing. Turpin loses tonight. Come into the game 10-0, they lose 27 to nothing over uh, 27-13 over Turpin. It was uh, the number three seed, Harrison. We got a final on that, 24-18 over Canal Winchester. Harrison will advance to play St. Francis de Sales uh, in, in uh, Region 2, uh, or, or Division 2, Region 8. And uh, Xenia loses to Walnut Ridge tonight. So Walnut Ridge advances to play uh, the LaSalle Lancers. So the number five seed, Walnut Ridge, will play LaSalle next week. Division 3, Region 12, 
Alter over Chaminade Julian's ten to seven, and uh, the, the number two seed Wapakoneta loses tonight to um, Trotwood Madison thirty three to twenty one. It was uh, St. Mary's. Uh, 14, Franklin 10. So uh, Trotwood Madison and St. Mary's will match up next week. And Baden all over Ross tonight, 46 to 14. So Alter and Baden will, will face off in Division 3, Region 12. Division 1, Region 1, way up in Ohio, Mentor over Cleveland Heights tonight, 48 to 7. And uh, Canton McKinley and Salon matched up tonight, 29-25. So next week, Mentor and McKinley will, will be matching up, and we'll get some more Northern Ohio scores shortly working on that. We've got Pickerington Central in Division One, Region 3, 20-14 over Reynoldsburg, and they'll advance to play the winner of Lewis Center, Olentangy Orange, which is leading right now over Pickerington North. In Indiana, Greensburg loses tonight to Lawrenceburg, 35 to 14. So without playing at the Dick Meter Stadium, Lawrenceburg on the road beats the, the Greensburg Pirates. So Tigers over the Pirates. The winner of Heritage Hill and Southridge. Uh, we don't have a final on that. In Indiana, uh, Covington Catholic over Cooper tonight, 41 to six. This is a funny story on that one. We we're checking our scores at the halftime, and all the uh, internet. Two sites had uh, Cooper up 41 to nothing over Cupcat, and we both about dropped their phones on that one. Uh, yeah, we, we both said it, it can't be right. So we, we kind of knew right from there that it needed to be fact-checked. Uh, regular season game that matchup. fake news, fake news. Fake news. The regular season matchup, the game was uh, 45 to 6, so holding true 41 to 6 in the final tonight. Connor uh, defeated Highlands earlier in the season 21 to 7, or 20 to 17, and uh, that was a, a big, big uh, thing for Connor. First time they had beaten Highlands, I think, since 1993. Well, they repeated tonight, winning 38 to 28 over Highlands and advancing, and their reward is they. They get to play the undefeated and uh, just, you know, just beating up on everyone Covington Catholic. So Connor and Covington Catholic, there's some Cub Cath fans there. The, the, you know, Steve Geist brings them in with him. Yeah, yeah. There they are. They, they are playing Connor next week. Uh, Class 2A action, Walton, Verona, 41, Gallatin County, 6. They'll play the winner of Owen County and Carroll County. It was Dixie Heights, 16, Ryle, 6 in Class 6A action. Dixie Heights will play uh, Simon Kenton, who uh, won tonight over Campbell County, 24-14. to 14. It was Newport, 28, Lloyd, 20, uh, Lloyd, 16, Newport Central Catholic, 52, Dayton 14, all the winners advancing in, in the respective state playoffs. And those are all the scores we have. I, I don't know. This this bracket just got filled oh. in. I don't know if you had that one yet. I, I do not. But um, Lakewood St. Ed's, no surprise here, 59-31 over Medina. So St. Ed's advances tonight. Uh, Euclid wins over Maslin Jackson 28-19. So next week in, in Region 1, Division One, Region One. It'll be Mentor and McKinley matching up, and St. Ed's and Euclid matching up. So those are the, the finals up there in Division One, Region One. Those are all the scores we have at the present time. Well, big, big congratulations to Harrison, Tom. I know uh, another West Side school, and yeah. uh, interesting. 
uh, news this week. A couple of uh, vacancies now uh, at Oak Hills. Uh, Kyle Prosser, coach, uh, yeah. uh, you know, good all-around guy. I know uh, he really had high hopes, and a lot of people had high hopes, but things just aren't clicking there. Uh, Owen, uh, Owen, ten, and he was he was second Owen ten season. He's had. He was there for four years, I believe. Yeah. And, yeah. And so uh, he's out, and uh, Mueller's coach resigned today after one year. Yeah. Uh, so the the ship is not right out at the, the Crusader land, and uh, they're going to do what people say is a national search, uh, which uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking if there is a guy, uh, Tony Aceto, uh, if, if he could – uh, be considered. I, I think he'd be a great head coach, but I'm sure the you know they're, yeah. they're going to go for some big name and try to get somebody in it or get things back on the rebound. You know, the thing that surprises me, I guess I said it shouldn't surprise me, but the thing that I've seen, especially at Moeller, this is like they're going to have the third new coach in the last four or five years. Yeah. Starting next year, and uh, somewhat of a disturbing trend, and I know that. Unfortunately, in this day and age, results matter. Uh, but there's a lot of turnover out there at Moeller, and not sure why there there is so much turnover. That uh, you know, when you get uh, better opportunities, uh, the last coach uh, went with the Cincinnati Bengals now. So I guess you know that could be a main reason why he left. But uh, yeah, it's working out for the Bengals there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. But you they just play like a high school team. Yeah. Uh, Steve will be here all week, by the way. Tip your waitress. But you're right, Steve, and it just... And as uh, Lynn would say, try the veal. Try the veal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, Lynn. Uh, you'll see. We'll see what it is. But it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, encouraging to see a, a Doug Ramsey and a Steve Speck uh, be like institutions at their high schools for a number of years and uh, uh, what it's all meant to be and... Uh, it's just unfortunate that we don't see more of that. But it is what it is, and uh, I guess we're just like everybody else, wait next week or the week after to see who met Moeller and Oak Hills hires uh, for the replacements. You know, Tom, and, and, and there's no quick fix to these things except if you do one thing. If you go out and give away uh, tuition yeah. to play for free to come to my school. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, they don't want to do, although rumor has it that Mahler does that in basketball. I'm not sure, Steve. What do you think? Uh, but uh, no comment over there. Uh, but no, I mean that's the only. I'm really- sure they were hoping that the uh, Northwest Levy went down because there'd be a lot of football players available. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Well, and if. if uh, Doug is listening. Uh, he works for City of Cincinnati in Eden Park. I walk up there a lot. I was walking through the park today, and he said, uh, "Oh, I, w- I tell you, it was great. I was listening to this radio station. It was 9:10 out of uh, oh. uh, up in." Uh, he goes, I don't know where, but it's coming in clear as bell. He's out, out at Fairfield last week, okay. and there was a show. This Harbin guy was given uh, oh my the brackets, and he was t- he was saying, we heard who, who Cole because he's a Coleridge yeah, fan. He's sure. calling it who we were going to play. He was he was right. You know, we oh. didn't get that stuff. And so, anyways, I said, well, Doug, that was us. That was our radio network. Joe, that was our Joe Harbin. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be listening again tonight. Uh, from Coleraine, so sure, good. so nine ten or seven forty. That's why we always list nine ten, seven forty, eighty nine five. Obviously, seven forty a.m. is a, a, a 
little firecracker in a little bit of an area, but then it goes uh, spazzo when you go north. That That's why you pick up 910 right. if you get up north of 275. So if we're at Mason next week. You want to listen to it in the 910. The 910 a.m. comes in strong as a as can be up at, up and that's at Mason. Good, and that's good to know if, if anybody's planning to go to the game and is that Mason, bring your transistor radio and listen to the broadcast and you'll, you'll know exactly what's going on. You won't be left and you know, what's going on. A lot of times when things happen on the field and the referee throws a flag and they don't say what it is, trust me, bring your transistor radio next week. to the Yeah, game our guys will make it up. They'll tell you what's going on. They'll make it up better yeah. than anybody. Well, we're going to try to get Lanny new glasses from Dr. Ken Schroer so he, he can see better. But uh, <laughs> keep your eye on the ball, Lanny. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, just say, I just another shout-out to, to my son, Joe Harbin, for a great week oh, uh, last week. Uh, last week here on Friday night, uh, predicting exactly what it is, what it turned out to be. Uh, ever since he started, and it's all mathematics, but he's got the program. And what Joe does is not only predict what it is, but he's in a, in a moment's notice he knows who they played and and the other secondary uh, scores that impacted that. And he was all over it last night. Joe, just want to say congratulations on another year. Congratulations on the job well done. Yeah, he did it. It's like 20 years in a row he yeah. hit, hit the ball out of the park 100%. And a lot of it, back in the day before – we're sitting here. I got my, my iPad in front of me. Steve's got his, and there's multiple sites to check. Yeah. We didn't have that. No. We had to call different the television TV stations, stations. And newspapers, and shakeout scores, and and, and, yeah. and uh, now they now they check with us to find out exactly. So. And back in the day, Mark, you're right. We would have to say, you know, whatever local station said. Give us the scores, and so we'll give you a plug on her, you know, on Prep Sports, and we did. So yeah, we did. We did what we had to do, but now they're all pointing and coming to us. Rather get it Friday night by 10:30, than wait till Saturday or Sunday when it comes official by the OHSAA. Well, Len and I had a, a nice conversation with Elise Jesse from uh, Channel Five Sports, and I reminded her had a conversation with her a year ago at Mason. At Mason, and. Uh, I, uh, her dad, Steve, went to Elder with me, and we were in the band together. And I was telling you, I mean, at least Jessie's a very, she's a tall right. uh, girl. And uh, her dad, uh, our freshman year, was about five foot ten. And his sophomore year is about six foot two, <laughs> junior six foot four, and probably wow. senior six nine. I mean, wow. I've never seen somebody grow. I'm like, yeah. What's your folks feeding you, boy? <laughs> so, but uh, he's a great guy. So uh, oh, Steve, not- another class of '78. That was yeah. a great, memorable year at Elder, and uh, no and, and the Elder Band and I once again, yeah, played ahead. Caravan, Caravan. You know, uh, yeah. You know, it's a, the world famous song Caravan. Lee Trout would pull that bad boy out. Once or twice a year, he loved that song, and Duke Ellington's song, and if you've ever seen the movie Whiplash, there's a great drum scene at the end, they play that. That's not the version Elder plays, because you would have to have a drum set out there in it, but anyways, but uh, they played it again tonight. I've been bugging, I bugged Steve Geis for years, and Jack Anderson, and and, uh, Jordan Shad, the assistant band director. Finally, they played it a couple weeks ago. They said, just for old times' sake, we're going to bring it bring out of the, the dust closet one more time there and play go. it. People were dancing in the aisles. They the were. Pit. I could see it. Wally Welch was down there he was. doing his, uh, his caravan dance. He said he was just doing it to try to stay warm. <laughs> That's right. So uh, other big matchups, uh, Steve and Tom, uh, GMC, well, which 
we were looking at would Fairfield at week 10 knock off Colerain and, and win out the GMC title, and that didn't happen. Colerain came back and, and won again. And uh, But wait a minute. You can do it again. You know, it's coming up next week. Yeah, repeat next week. Uh, yeah, Fairfield and Colerain matchup. Um, Elder St. X matchup. And, and, uh, it's, it's the ideal scenario really the the best of what you want you you couldn't ask for a better matchup i don't know i, I would rather have seen saint x one more bump down the road but uh <laughs> yeah you know, yeah uh, just it's difficult to beat a team twice in a year and, and uh you know so uh you know saint x and cole rain that came up on the losing end or, or uh, saint x and fairfield who came up on the losing end they're going to be looking to to right that wrong next week in, in, in that matchup. But you know, guys, if you look at who ended up in the semifinals of Region 4, without a doubt, they were the top four teams in the region with, without any um, excuse that they are the top four. The best teams in the region, and you could probably throw all the names in a hat and pull them out. Each other's going to play, have to play one another, so I guess it really doesn't and, matter. And, and, and in Division 1, uh, Region 4, all the top seeds held. Uh, so, uh, which is which, not, yeah, which isn't surprising though, Steve. Based on but is it, the it, Harbin's it didn't hold in in all, other in, regions. In other regions, but with Region Four, if I remember Joe Harbin right from last week, the, the top four teams had like a ten to twelve point Harbin differential in the higher points than the rest of the region. So, and on top of that, the top four teams were playing at home. So, it doesn't surprise us at all that they did sweep. The home teams did sweep in Region 4. Steve, I, I, this score just came in, and it was a little uh, Mayfield, uh, 47, Willoughby South, 21. So I just saw that, yeah. Wally, Wally Cleaver threw a 48-yard touchdown to uh, uh, to Lumpy Ruffin. To Larry, Ruff- Larry Mundell. No, it was and, Lumpy no, Rutherford. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, and Eddie Haskell I was going to actually just do that score for, uh, <laughs> for my son Mike. Not for the Mayfield score, but for Willoughby South. Yeah, uh, so, Mike, if you're out there, there there's a Twilight Zone episode uh, about a, a fictitious town called Willoughby. <laughs> Next stop, Willoughby. Oh. It's, a, it's a great, great episode. Uh, but uh, So, Willoughby South, loser tonight, is, is uh, the guy who st- gets off the train at Willoughby and well. ends up dead in the snow. So, don't do that. <laughs> no. Well, everybody wants to know where Mayfield is, where... Where's the Cleaver uh, home? Obviously, it's, it's right in Ohio. Cause that's, yeah. a, that's, that's in Ohio. Uh, yeah, where, where is that? Yeah, it's it's somewhere up north. I got a good number of, of scores if we want to just run down what we got. Sure, sure. Let me uh, see if Steve Geis can come out of the kitchen again. Uh, he's He not only directs the Steve Geis drum line, but he also helps cook. And that's a dangerous thing. So, Steve, come on out and help us. Well, yeah, here he comes. There they come. All right, Steve. Let's. All right, take it let's away. Uh, start off in uh, Division One, Region One. Um, uh, Saint X, a winner tonight over Mason, forty-eight to twenty, and they advance to play Elder, who won tonight, forty-two to seventeen. It was Fairfield over Hamilton, thirty-seven to thirteen, and Fairfield with that win advances to play the Coleraine Cardinals, who won thirty to seven tonight over the Princeton Vikings. So uh, Division One, Region Four, next week it's Saint X, Elder, Fairfield, Coleraine. 
And I guess, guys, looking at those two semifinals, Steve, you said it so well, it's difficult to beat the same team twice in the season. That'll be what Elder is up against next week. And then on the other side of the bracket, Coleraine and, and Fairfield, once again, it's tough to beat the, the team twice in a row. Now it'll be twice in three weeks uh, that Coleraine and, and Fairfield are going to go at it. If I'm not mistaken, with that win tonight, uh, Coleraine, 82 straight or 83 straight GCA, GC, GMC GMC wins. wins. Yeah. And, uh, you know, number 84 is looking them right in the face, and that should be a whale of a game as well. So two great semifinal games next weekend. Locations Richard. to be determined. In uh, Division Two, Region 8, Tom, your LaSalle Lancers all over the Little Miami, uh, whatever they are. Indians. Indians. Uh, what I little, so. I, Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Little Miami lost uh, tonight. They're not going to be playing next week. Uh, 42 to nothing, and LaSalle will advance to play Walnut Ridge, the number five seed, to beat the number four Xenia, 28 to seven. It was Turpin coming to this game undefeated, looking to make some uh, noise in, in uh, Division Two in the state of Ohio tonight, and lose to a strong St. Francis to Sales team, the number seven seed, 27 to 13. St. Francis to Sales reward is to play a now 10-1 and one Harrison uh, Wildcat team that it won tonight 24-18 over Canal Winchester. So in Division Two Region 8, LaSalle-Walnut Ridge matchup and St. Francis to Sales-Harrison matchup. And just quickly, Steve, to, you know, to handicap Division Two Region 8, boy, after, I mean, there's an upset. Uh, number two loses. Uh, and number four, Xenia loses, too. LaSalle is going to be the strongest team anyway in that region, and they really look like like things are working out their way. The interesting thing in that semifinal game will be St. Francis de Sales out of Columbus playing Harrison, where that game might be played. They're probably going to play somewhere, maybe Welcome Stadium in Dayton or something like that to, to get some kind of equidistance between the Columbus team and the, and the Harrison team there. All right, and uh, we'll move to uh, Division Three, Region 12. Chaminade Julian loses to uh, Kettering Alter tonight, 10-7, to so Alter advances to play uh, neighbor Baden. Hamilton Baden uh, wins tonight, 46-14 to over the Ross Rams. So Baden moves to 8-3, Ross drops to 8-3, and, three and uh, turns in equipment on Monday. It was Trotwood Madison over Wapakoneta, 33-21. to They advanced to play St. Uh, Mary's Memorial that won tonight, 14-10 to over Franklin. That little uh, fellow from uh, the Charlie Brown comic, as, as, as you know. So that, that, the Division Three Region 12 picture, Alter Baden, uh, Trotwood Madison, St. Mary's uh, Memorial. Division One Region 1 was Mentor over Cleveland Heights tonight, 48-7, to and they will play Canton McKinley, who won tonight over Salon, 49-25. to St. Ed's, I got varying scores on this one, but they, they went big over Medina. I have another score, think, seven, 73 to 38. Yeah, that's the final. That just Seven, got wow. in here. 73 38. Yeah. It was like 56 to 30 something. That's hard three. to do with a running clock. 73 38. St. Ed's uh, wins tonight, and they advance to play Euclid, that won tonight over Maslin Jackson, the Polar Bears. Euclid wins 28 to 19. Division One, Region Two, Toledo Whitmer over Clayton Northmont, 35 to 21. Whitmer advances to play 
Dublin Kaufman, who won tonight 45-14 to over Perrysburg. We're missing one matchup in that, and we'll be working on that. In Division One, Region 3, it was Olin Tangy Liberty 14, Westerville Central 7. Liberty advances to play the winner of Groveport, Madison, Hilliard-Davidson. Pickerington Central 20, Reynoldsburg 14, Pickering Central advances in Division One, Region 3 to play the winner of Olentangy Orange and Pickerington North. And Olentangy Orange was uh, leading in, in that match. Uh, earlier tonight. It's in Class 3A action in Indiana. It was Greensburg 35, uh, or, or Lawrenceburg 35, Greensburg 14, and uh, East Central and uh, Mooresville in 4A action late in the fourth quarter were knotted at 14. So East Central coming into that game undefeated, trying to beat a, a powerful 9 and 2. Mooresville team, who's averaging over 35 points a game coming into tonight. Well, East Central just been a powerhouse all year. In Kentucky, is Covington Catholic over Cooper, 41-6. to Covington Catholic advances to play Connor, who uh, won over Highlands tonight, 38-28. to Gowton County uh, loses to Walton Verona, 41-6, to and they play the winner of Owen. Owen County, Carroll County, Dixie Heights 18, Ryle 6. Dixie Heights advances in 6A action to play Simon Kenton, who won tonight 24-14 to over Campbell County. And Newport wins over Lloyd Memorial, avenging an earlier loss this season. They, they uh, won 28-16 earlier in the year. They lost 26-7 to to Lloyd, so... Uh, Newport right at that at the right time in the playoffs, so they advance to play the Holy Cross Beachwood uh, winner and Beachwood winning in, in in that game late in the fourth quarter. Uh, this uh, second line just came in there. Uh, Dublin. Um, sorry, Jerome. My bad. Sorry. That's all right. Dublin Jerome over. Uh, Springfield in five. Springboro. Springboro in five overtimes. Five overtimes, 38 31. Wow. So, uh, what was it? What, 7 7 going into overtime? I don't know. It, that bracket that, that scores have been very slow to come in tonight. And that one just popped in there, Steve. So, uh, five overtime game. And, and uh, Dublin Jerome. I've never heard of Dublin Jerome. 38 to 31 over Springboro. And I. I have a Springfield Marysville final. Excellent. Twenty-three to nothing Springfield over the Monarchs of Marysville. The Monarchs uh, fade tonight, uh, and uh, so Springfield will play Dublin Jerome uh, next week. So we have all, all uh, precincts uh, reporting in in Division One, Region Two. Springfield defeats Marysville. Thank you, uh, Tom and Joe Harbin and everybody else and Mark for the Jerome uh, Dublin score. Uh, we have uh, Jerome Dublin and Springfield matching up and uh, Toledo Whitmer and uh, Dublin Kaufman matching up in Division One, Region uh, 2. And uh, here, let's get your people on, on this one. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll be looking at uh, finishing off the, the uh, Kentucky and uh, the East Central score. We're trying to find a, get a final on that. So we have a lot of the scores that we're looking for reporting, and we'll give you a full rundown in about five ten minutes. All right. Anything well, to add before we take a timeout? Oh, no, no, nothing at all. Okay. Well, let's take a timeout. 
We have Len Harvey in the bullpen. Uh, I got one of those, all right. Uh, and we're, we'll take time. We're, scores are coming in. This is just like election night central. Uh, we should have all the Division One, which I think we do now, all the Division One matchups for next week throughout the state. Uh, we're missing one. Hillier yeah. Davidson was did, the one score. That, uh, did we get the Pickerton North Olentangy Orange final? Yes, 36 to 17, uh, Olentangy Orange over Pickerington North. So Orange will play Pickerington Central. Another school you don't hear a lot about. Or Olentangy Orange. So, so we're, we're looking so at St- Steve. I, I'll let you read it if you want to. Beachwood all over Holy Cross. Okay. 35 to nothing. That might be a final. That's good enough for me. Yeah. They play uh, Newport next week. Beachwood does in uh, Class 2A action in Kentucky. And a common. The only one. Only other one is Holy Cross. Um. I'm looking for Bishop Brossert and Bellevue Ludlow, uh, and I'll, that'll give me, give me all of my um, Kentucky all, scores. Okay. So I got right, we're, basically we're, we're, we're down getting, we're down to two or three scores, and I'm going to give you a complete rundown. How about how about Ludlow 43 to 20 over Bellevue in the fourth quarter? Yeah, we'll call that one. We'll call that one. Nine minutes ago, and I. And I see another constant posters on some of these sites. Why in the world did Wynton Woods not get to play LaSalle? It's a thing called the Harbin. So. Well, yeah. I mean, God bless Joe Harbin, but his system needs to change. I'm glad he has nothing to do with inventing it. Yeah. He just cracked the code. <laughs> he cracked the code. All right. He does. All right. We're going to take a timeout, regroup. Len Harvey's getting uh, ready to hop on here, talk about the uh, his thoughts on the game, play-by-play guy. And we'll come back here at La Rosa on Budna right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Delhi, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about <gasps> Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365, 513-271-5000, 271-5000. 
Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. This is Deacon Michael Trimpey from St. Peter and Chains Cathedral. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Boutneau Avenue. And we are back, and what, what, a, what a disgrace it Deacon Mike Trimpey put these on here, uh, and we got Deacon uh, Mark Machuga here. Why, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? He's, he's that guy works for you. You're yeah. the. He, I'm telling you, you know. He, Mike's a good guy. Oh, but Mike, come Mike's, on. Mike's a very good guy. But you know, it's like we've got the director of the office here, and they're putting on all these other I deacons. I just don't understand they're, it. You know? They're sneaky. Hey, uh, I, I'm telling you. If. if uh, uh, Kevin back there, I don't know how this that stuff works. I know Bill probably just cycles <laughs> yeah, them in. But if you in. find a a Deacon Mark Machuga promo plug, let's let's we, we got to get it on during these elder games. The, I mean, come on, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm the official Deacon at Table Seven for yeah. Dad's Club you every are. Tuesday night. We, you know, we start with a prayer every night. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, the, the blessing and everything. So hey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We let Len lead some every once in a while, too. Yeah. I'm good yeah. at that. Well, yeah. no, I don't know. The, the ones that, that Len leads, you know, yeah. are, are those it's really blessings? Or is that, it, it's a different yeah. book. His go, yeah. <laughs> his, his, go, his go right to left. <laughs> but we let him in anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you. We're, We're all inclusive. a family. Uh, well, Mark, I just wanted to get you up. Mark, what you get? Or Deacon, Deacon for the... Archdiocese, and he's the head of the diaconate program. And I tell you, we get all these deacon plugs, and so uh, we had to get that. Steve, I know you had a score you want to get to. One, one score. Steve Geis is warning about he wants uh, to This play. is just a, a quick one, and I have one more score. And then next time you come to me, I'll have every score uh, and every matchup that, that we need to, to look at. But a shocker out of it. <laughs> wow. happy. You know, yeah. Those are Mooresville fans. Uh, East Central, 11-0, traveled 100 miles up uh, 74 uh, to play uh, a Mooresville 9-2 team. And uh, East Central has a 200-mile bus ride home tonight as they go home 11-1, losing tonight 17-14 to Mooresville. Uh, we talked about it in the pregame. Very powerful offense, averaging about 35 points a game. They were all that, that uh, yeah. I, you know, East Central cut the team points, but not enough. And uh, East Central goes home a loser tonight. And uh, you know they were looking down the road. I know, looking at uh, you know moving up in the state and uh, 4A and, and possibly you know who they're going to play next because they played uh, the winner of this game plays two teams out of Evansville, Evansville Memorial and Evansville Central, and those are two good teams. But they're thinking you know yeah. at least get to yeah. that next one. And uh, that's a tough, tough. That ain't way. happened. Tough way to go. 11-0. Yeah. 
and uh, go home a loser in the playoffs. And this was for the sectional championship. So, uh, Mooresville sectional champions, as is uh, the Lawrenceburg Tigers with their win tonight. But we'll go in. If I, I'm looking for the uh, Hilliard-Davidson Groveport Madison score. Get that one, and we will be uh, we'll have a complete run of everything this evening. All right, Steve, rest up. We're going to talk to Lenny here. Lenny, uh, a big win tonight for the Elder Panthers. Big bounce back uh, after a devastating loss last week to LaSalle Lancers. Uh, but they they came out. Foot on the pedal right early and uh, went put, went to business early and uh, put it to bed. Yeah, they, uh, the onside kick, it was kind of a, a shock to start the game. They recovered it and went down the field and really didn't look back. But the, just the aggressiveness of Coach Ramsey tonight, just the um, when at the end of the first half, you know, you, you look at a situation where Lakota – calls timeout with 10 seconds to go in the first half, which I didn't understand. Let the clock run out. They gave Elder another play, and Elder throws a 53-yard touchdown yeah. pass. Evan Ballmer. Ballmer, yeah. <laughs> he had two big touchdowns, and that's why we gave him the Cooper Electric star of the game tonight. Where's yeah. Greg Hyland over yeah. there? Greg. Greg's going to yeah. hook up the stereo for him next week. Uh... I mean, we could give Matthew <laughs> – we really could give – we really could give Matthew Luby a star of the game every week, every but week, yeah. we got to mix it around a little bit. But uh, just an overall great performance by the Panthers defensively. They stopped Lakota West on a couple of plays. They they were able to score, and when they wanted to, it seemed tonight, and it, it, a big game. Just uh, being aggressive some, it sometimes pays off, and tonight it did. Lenny, a big matchup next week. Panthers uh, will travel probably to Mason. That's the, the OHSAA's favorite site. Oh. Uh, but and it's as far as uh, for a broadcasting standpoint, uh, there's two press boxes. Whether we get the home side or the way side, I could care less. Uh, both sides are comfortable, except they probably have more amenities on the home side. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and I would imagine say next would be the home side being the higher seed. But uh, that, that's going to be a barn burner of a game. Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, what was interesting tonight, Mason apparently took the lead in the early going, but St. X does what they do. They come back in the second half. They did that against Elder, and um, it's going to be one of those games where you can never take your, your foot off the gas. Yeah. So if Elder gets up early, they got to keep it going because St. X likes to come from behind. You know, uh, you, you've... Uh, uh, get get to get down on the field before the game and talk to uh, Coach Ramsey, and uh, he seemed to, to shake off last week's game fairly well. Your interview with him, he's like, yeah, and okay, well, we just didn't play well, and and he was looking forward, and I liked that. No, I liked it too, and I liked the fact that he said, look, LaSalle played good. You know, we, we made some mistakes, but they really, you got to give them credit, came back, and I asked him if the second half, you know, helped you for this week, and he said, he said, yeah, that, that really does make sense, you know, the second half, because um, they took it with, hey, we, we were down 27-6, to 6, and we wound up uh, within a two-point conversion of tying the game. So it was, it was a big thing, and, and I think, you know, they're getting to the point now where they've, they've done everything this season. They've played uh, athletic teams. they pay you know, teams that run the ball, teams that throw the ball. I don't think there's anything that they're going to see that they haven't seen already. And they've already seen St. X once, and they beat them. So they beat them at St. X. So now at a neutral site, 
Uh, if they run the football and, and do what they do tonight, uh, I don't think there's any way they don't win. Yeah, I, I, and Tom, you can join in on this conversation too, but I, uh, Lenny, the weapons uh, that when things are clicking, when they have uh, the line being like they should be to give give Matthew Luby the time, uh, he, he can find somebody, something's going to happen, and the Evan Vollmer touchdown was an example of that. Yeah, and Vollmer's been terrific. He's been in the right place at the right time. Kind of reminds you a little bit of Wes Welker yeah, on New right. England yeah. kind of the, back in the time when uh, – and, and – he always is open when they need a big third down. He It's a big down, third down catch. He gets that touchdown right before the half. Just seems to find a way to do things. And the reason is, is because he's getting single coverage. Royer's getting double coverage. So when you have single coverage, you, you get open a little bit easier uh, than, than with double. So one thing tonight, if you look at it on, on a level of, wow, they won the game. 42 to 17 with Ramsey not really having that great of a game tonight. That is something they can move on for next week because hopefully Ramsey will be even better next week. So that's, that's yeah, a positive. There's, there's, there's definitely a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball for the Panthers this year. And it seems like whenever uh, Elder needs a play uh, for you know any kind of distance, they throw the ball up to Joe Royer and it's just a jump ball. More times than not, he's coming down with it. Uh, he, he made a few catches tonight, and two of them were just spectacular. Uh, you and Phil did a great job describing what we saw live because it was difficult to describe. It was just <laughs> phenomenal the way he can jump and, and come down with the ball. He had two people on him in the left side, and it was, you know, you're double covered, and he came down with the football. And, and two uh, kids, those two guys were hanging on him. I mean, what was that, a moss, Wally, that he got mossed. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very athletic play. I was very impressive. It's like from where I was, it's like I I don't know what pass interference is anymore, but these guys were I mean, I mean they, they weren't pushing him down and stuff. But they no. they were they were climbing up his up his body cuz he out, outsized both of them. But uh, he you know, went up and and uh well, Steve, we got about six minutes left All on right. the clock. Let's Are run. you I'm, ready? I'm ready. I'm as ready right. as I can be. So take that. We don't have a score, but just go ahead and say Yeah, I'm, I'm going with that. All yeah. right. Go okay, ahead. so we got it all. All right. Steve's all the precincts are reported. It's Steve Geis out here. Here he comes. Um, I hope that's uh, Minister Ernie on his tie. All right. <laughs> Well, I don't know. We'll never know. He's too far away right now. Wait for oh, him to get closer. He, he does have pets. That's why. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Division One, Region Four action. It was uh, St. X Bombers 48, Mason Comets 20, Elder Panthers over Lakota West 42 to 17. St. X and Elder will match up next week. Fairfield 37, Hamilton. 13. Fairfield will play Coleraine, who won tonight over Princeton, 30 to, to, to 7. Division 2, Region 8 action. Was LaSalle, 42. Little Miami, nothing. LaSalle will play Walnut Ridge, who won tonight over Xenia, 28 to 7. Turpin loses tonight, coming into the game 10 and 0. They lose to St. Francis de Sales, 27 to 13. And St. Francis de Sales will play the Harrison Wildcats, who won tonight over Win uh, Canal Winchester. Uh, Major Winchester, 28 to 18. Division three, 
Region 12 action. Alter over Chaminade Julian, 10 to, to 7. Alter will play Hamilton Baden, who won tonight, 46 to 14 over Ross. It was Trotwood Madison 33, Kaneda 21. Trotwood Madison will play St. Mary's next week as they won tonight, 14 to 10 over Franklin. Division One, Region One. Uh, it was Mentor over Cleveland Heights, 48 to 7. They will play Canton McKinley, who won tonight, 29 to 25 over Salon. It was Euclid, 28. Maslin Jackson. Uh, 19, Euclid advances to play St. Ed's, who walloped Medina 73-38. to It was hard to do with a running clock, but they, they, they win and they match up next week. Division 1, Region 2, was Springfield over Marysville, 23 to nothing. Dublin, Jerome, and Springboro. This must have been a crazy game. Five overtimes. Dublin, Jerome wins 38-31. That would have Springfield been. and Jerome will match up. and uh, Folks got entertained at that game. I, or, yeah, I, I just can't imagine the, the terror the, the, those fans and the, the parents of those players went through for that whole thing. Ha- having gone through some things like that myself is just uh, – uh, it's, it's just it, – I'm not sure how much joy there is in, in, in all that, whether you win or lose. It's just uh, you hope your heart's still beating. Dublin Kaufman, uh, 45, Perrysburg, 14. Dub- Dublin Kaufman will play Toledo Whitmer, who won tonight 35-21 to over Clayton Northmont. In Division One, Region Three, it was Pickerington Central, 20. Reynoldsburg, 14. Pickerington Central will play Lewis Center. Olentangy Orange, who won 36-17 to, to over Pickering. To North it was Olentangy Liberty 14, Westerville Central 7, and Liberty will go on to, to play Groveport Madison, who won over Hilliard Davidson tonight. And the only thing that we know about this game was that, that somebody said, Holy blank, blank, what a win for Groveport Madison. And then another comment said it was a crazy last few minutes of the game. So this one must have come down to the wire. We don't have a final score on that, but Groveport Madison advances to play Olentangy Liberty, the number one seed next week in Division One, Region 3. Indiana, Class 3A action, Lawrenceburg over Greensburg, 35-14. to 14. East Central loses tonight to Mooresville, 17-14. to 14. So Lawrenceburg and Mooresville are the sectional champions in Indiana football play. In Kentucky, it was Covington Catholic over Cooper, 41-6. to 6. They will play Connor, who won tonight, 38-28 to 28 over Highlands. It was Bishop Brossard, 36. Paris, Gray, uh, the Greyhounds, nothing. It was Walton Verona, 41. Gallatin County, 6 in 2A action. Class 6A action, Dixie Heights over Ryle, 18 to 6. Dixie Heights advances to play Simon Kenton, who won tonight over Campbell County, 24 to 14. Newport over Lloyd Memorial tonight, 28 to 16. And they advanced to play Beachwood, who won tonight over Holy Cross, 35 to nothing. It was Ludlow in 1A action, 48, 43 to 20 over Bellevue. Ludlow advances to play Newport Central Catholic, 52 to 14 over Dayton. And those are all the scores we have north, south, and west of the river. We just have minutes to go here, guys, so real quick. I was just going to say real quick, you said earlier tonight they start the state of Ohio, Division One, Regions 1 through 4 with 32 teams. Now we're down to 16, and it's 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 an elite 16, right? I it mean, is. It's, it's 
four and, teams and left in each of the four regions. We're, and We're naming teams a lot of people don't know or right. hear about often, but these are important. Yes. These are teams, if you advance, you may be playing here down the road. Absolutely. So these are only the only ones left. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it uh, for us here at La Rosa. Now, next week, Elder X somewhere, we'll find that out. Once again, uh, get on Facebook and like our Facebook page, Prep Sports Radio Network. Uh, we can uh, get information to you. Whether you want to see our silly posts or not, it's not a big deal, although we try to keep it entertaining. Uh, got to be entertaining. we got some good inter- uh, good stuff. And thanks again to Kevin Kenny back at the studio. Tremendous job as usual, Kevin. I will try good to man. get your new code out to you in the mail on Great job, Steve Bangle. Monday. Well, that's all the time we got here from LaRose on Boudino. This is Mark Bangle, Steve Bangle, Tom Kenny, and Len Harvey. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Houghton Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosard Pharmacy, your Westside Skyline Chili locations, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Thank you.